direct. There's a lot of people don't know what's going on. Going live. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube? It is I, Paul from Nine Apples Fan. Welcome to the Techonomics Podcast. As always, joined by my co-host Chris from the Good Old Gamer YouTube channel. What's up, Chris? How's things? We were just talking about me eating th- uh, Thai food before I got on. Pretty cool. Yeah, we were talking about food and poop. Seems food to be poop. something yeah. that tends to come up in our conversations <laughs> a lot. Yeah, you can tell you, you can tell we're dads because that's kind of the yeah. most exciting thing in our life is dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True story, man. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, other than that, um, I had a, a B five fifty board decide to just crap out on me, which was hilarious because it wasn't like super pushed or nothing, but it has delayed me significantly. And uh, I've had to rip apart my work machine because I got a B550 in there to get it going. And then, of course, the clocks don't want to work the same on this board. Mm-hmm. And I've had a fun past few days just trying to make some content. So I've been busy and a little frustrated, but yeah. we'll get there. We'll get it done. Beefish, what's up, man? Nice to see you here. Then Astra Surf. Can't pronounce Astra-surf. your name. Astra Surf. Uh, slandering GN and Hub again today. So apparently you're slandering them. Um, slandering. Well, I mean, GN kind of slanders themselves. Uh, Hub actually did really good the other day. Uh, his video is great. I'm going to talk about that in tomorrow's video. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I mean, you can disagree with me, but I, I will 100% say do not watch GN videos for like CPU, GPU information. I don't do it. I don't understand that because I have no. I I don't. Well, I don't watch their their CPU. To be honest, I don't watch their videos. They're too long and ladronic, as we'd say in Ireland. Irish. There you go. Yeah. But you know that that's just my opinion. You can disagree, but uh, yeah. Now was it? Uh, UB sent me a, <clears throat> an image, and you can clearly see that there was bad data on the twelve seven hundred K, because it was <clears throat> like way different than the twelve nine hundred and twelve six hundred, and I'm like that's clearly bad data why are they showing this it was just yet another example and it just came up the other day i'm like stop watching these guys uh, yeah i like hardware unbox 100 percent. you guys mm-hmm. should make a patreon fe- feed with audio of these there is a there is no patreon feed there's there's an actual audio feed of these uh on on the internet uh on your well i mean we got the, the the spotify and yeah. all the rest all of the links guys are in the, yeah all the links yeah. are in the Thing. Uh, I like the face that even other YouTubers have realized that mainstream tech tubers are not really showing valid performance numbers. Well, you know, I think the problem is is that um, when you're in a position where you get access to all of the hardware, um, oh my God, the gigantic spider up there, um, all of the hardware, and you know you can test it all. Uh, people then tend to believe that these guys are in a place of privilege. These guys know what they're talking about uh, i'm not saying they don't i'm just saying that you it's automatically assumed that they could never do anything wrong because they're the only guys with all the hardware like the gatekeepers right <laughs> so to then, a certain degree yeah, yeah. so you yeah, just believe yeah. what they say and all of the narrative became, becomes kind of what like maybe 20 people on the internet say right but 20 people on the internet are not the cons- not yeah. always a consensus you know <clears throat> Yeah, it's very, very difficult. Not many people will go out and do like what I'm doing with CPU and buy like five 10th gen, you know, different 10th gen CPUs, three or four different 12th gens, you know, three or four different Ryzen's. Most people just don't have the ability to do that. Um, Even Ivan today on his video, I mean, he's very thankful for his supporters. He tested three GPUs, which totaling up is 
I don't know what, 17, 1800 mm -hmm. That's a lot of investment just to do content that's never gonna make you anywhere near that kind of money. Um, so you're virtually almost always gonna take a loss on that stuff. And, uh, you know, cause even if he sells it back, he's gonna have to sell it cheaper than he paid for it cause GPU prices are dropping by the minute. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, it's either keep it and, and absorb the cost or whatever. Not a lot of people are willing to do that. So yeah, in a way you're right. Uh, the assumption is because they have all the stuff, they should know all the answers because they have access to all the data. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, I mean, it com comes down to things like testing methodologies. And I mean, there, there's a lot of things that, uh, and I'm not shitting on anybody in particular, uh, in all honesty, <clears throat> to me personally, like hubs numbers are great. I just think that sometimes he's missing context. Uh, but in his last video, he put the context in. And I'm like, there you go. Now now we have a perfect video from Hub. And I'm gonna talk about that tomorrow. I'm like, there we go. We're making a difference by being critical and you're getting better data and more transparency. And the pushback, that's the part that I don't understand. It's like why people are against getting better more numbers. accurate data yeah. and transparency. Yeah, 100% on the same page. Um, yo guys, uh, you guys are great too. That's why I'm here. Thanks, Ed, man. Uh, what was I gonna say? There was uh, there was another little lurker in the chat there. Sprite, he said, "Worst two tech commenters commentators on the on YouTube return." Thanks, Sprite. Appreciate your support, mate. Thanks so much. Hey, if you can't be best, be the worst because you yeah. know what? Yeah, There's success at the top and bottom. You yeah, <laughs> at least you at least you're you're the best at something. Best at being the That's worst. Right. <laughs> That's right. The goal yeah. is to be number one on the top <laughs> or the bottom. Either way, man. Either way. No such thing as bad publicity, right? Isn't that what they always say? Uh, now eth just needs so everyone's talking about eth and um uh i suppose we could talk about that now ha ETH dropped below nine thousand uh, nine hundred and ninety dollars i'm betting it could drop as low as 500 heck and maybe zero <laughs> get ready for a flood of G cards on ebay yeah you're not wrong connor uh sprite thank you for the 449 ltt does the most true life and representative cpu and gpu reviews <laughs> hey man every you know assholes are like uh, you know everybody's got one opinions yeah. are like assholes yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh uh i bet a sprite also relies on uh user benchmarks <laughs> yeah 100 yeah, oh yeah 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 user benchmarks 100 yeah. accurate and unbiased yeah exactly exactly 100 <laughs> and the only commentator for buying uh that you should listen to is uh was it tech deals tech deals got the yeah. he's got the inside scoop yeah yeah he, you should always pay two grand for a 3090 man always like when is that never a good when is that never a bad idea even when they're a thousand dollars still pay two grand still pay for the two better grand one. for it like you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. funny enough he gave that advice uh about four or five months ago i think Ooh. yeah yeah that's yeah. not holding up yeah yeah i i like he was selling crypto cards man he was selling crypto credit cards like that was yeah, like talk, 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 talk about being invested in the, the market yeah, there. Somebody, some of these scams that just ran away with people's money. Like they, 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 make a, they make a bank account and they go, hey, lodge all your Ethereum with me, please. And then mm -hmm. they, they turn it all into cash before you know it. And then they go, oh, we don't have any more ETH. It's all gone. Oh, did it. Uh-oh, bankruptcy. Yeah, we've staked it, it back out. Like that's what they did. Like they, like they, it's a Ponzi scheme, right? So they go to you. Hey, Chris, I will give you 10% return on your money. If you stake with me and you'll go, yeah, no problem. So you put your money in and I give you 10% return, right? But how do I get that 10% return? I need to take one guy's money 
and break it into 10 to pay all the last 10 people, right? Right. And, yeah, and so, screw one guy out of yeah. all of his money. Yeah. yeah, and that's basically what they do. And then the, 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 the <laughs> first people who get in and, and the first people who get out make the money and the, the rest of them get screwed, right? That's the way it Yeah, that's, that's how Bernie Madoff did his stuff, if yeah. you remember that from yeah. years ago. That's exactly how he did his thing. Yeah, so um, I said to people before this, uh, I said, I think Bitcoin will settle below 20,000 euro. Everybody lost their shit and said, that's impossible. No, mm, not financial I don't, advice. I don't remember what its last high was, but that's where it'll probably It was settle. 18 was its last high. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, about, about 20. Yeah, 18 so I said about yeah. 20. Be a little bit above its last high, right? Could go a bit lower, yeah. but it'll settle back around that, I think. Within 10% yeah. up or down. Yeah, yeah. And um, and everyone was like, that, no, no possibility. Bitcoin go below $20,000. And I was like, first of all, mate, you didn't listen to what I said. I said 20,000 euro. <laughs> so number one, shut your fucking mouth. And number two uh you know it, it it's fucking happened right <laughs> so 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 go fuck yourselves and then um you know i said the same thing about eat it'll go below it could go lower than 800 i'd say and um, because i just looked at where it sat down the last time where it kind of sat up the last time i went you know it can go, low, go as low as this um eth tends to be tied to bitcoin but tends to take larger plummets when bitcoin takes the plummets right so like and and sometimes oh, yeah. there's mm. larger larger jumps when bitcoin does little jumps it tends to do larger jumps it's kind of connected well, that's what but happened. not connected yeah that's what happens with all the the shit coins you know the, yeah. the anything that's not bitcoin has usually higher fluctuation ethereum's closest because it's the second biggest but um regardless i think we're at the point now like it doesn't matter how much ethereum costs it's gonna have no effect on yeah. gpus i think I, th I think we can all agree we're at that point it Ship just sales. simply doesn't yeah. matter yeah. once it breached under 1500 i'm like game over yeah it could be one dollar or it could be 14.99 none of those numbers make any difference for mm. us yeah like the reality is everyone's got like this video says breaking the hype right the reality is everyone's hyped everyone's sitting gonna sit there and go whoa i can get a cheap gpu not for a while you won't be able to like you can get msrp gpus now pretty readily if you go on if you go on ebay you can get them slightly below msrp but this is nowhere near what i expect if it's a complete and total capitulation of the mining market so if the mining market capitulates which means that they sell about 50 percent of the market of the gpus that were used for mining it, it depends on the model because uh like connor and i were talking yesterday he was seeing 6600s around 200 flat that's almost there um i'm figuring i think you said it that they'll get down to 150 i was thinking mm. 200 you might be right i'm thinking the once the next gen is announced that pushes things down further mm. i think that's probably about right yeah i think 3090s are going to settle around the 700 to 600 mark um 3080s yeah. will be around the 400 450 mark um and, and like these are like buy it now deals probably won't be like that forever until stock dry like this is until stock dries up right that's yes. what it'll be right yes. so it's where i think people are going to go mad and frenzy buy these things um and that's about the prices where i start to think people are going to go that's too good of a deal i can't pass it up um, and when that happens they're going to start disappearing off the used market and once they do that they'll maintain their price on retail again um you know, I'd say a lot of retailers isn't there just not buying stock, and and that's 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 what I tweeted today. Is that's terrible for Nvidia because it doesn't matter if the prices are overinflated. It doesn't matter if they're three times the price. If nobody's buying them, like if nobody's going to their distributor and going, "Hey, can I get uh, forty, you know, thirty eighties this week, twenty twenty thirty nineties this week, and so on and so forth." Right. Um. Nvidia is going to sit. Uh, Nvidia was, was is still making them now. They haven't aol any of them, so they're still making them. 
So they're just going to have this vast warehouse of stock. And what do they do with it? They have to do something with it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know what they'll do with it. They'll just wait till the next mining boom and maybe. sell them at a profit. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Let them sit in the warehouse and... How much do you want to sell this for? Eight hundred dollars. Yeah. We'll just wait till we can sell it for eight hundred dollars. Yeah, but the again. big problem is that the shareholders are going to be holding Jensen to account. Going, Jensen, you told me that like you know you're, this this ship. This, well, I mean, Sun was never going to sit on this ship, right? Until like, well, they've been ramping down for four or five months of production <laughs> already. Basically, all year they've been ramping down because they they knew they knew that the stuff was starting to come to an end. But you uh, you know that the the next quarterly earnings, like the first, the last one was good, I think. Because it was, it was, it was the end. Yeah, it was the end yeah. of the ride. Basically. Now this one is going to be bad, bad. and and then the next mm -hmm. one's going to be fucking awful, like awful, right? And you can see, uh, Nvidia's stock price has gone f f like fucking halved over the price over mm -hmm. this this term of, um, so it's like Jensen's going to be hauled into an office somewhere, and, and he's the absolute budge. He's bees knees when it comes to Nvidia, so he's not, it's not like they can demand this job or anything like that, right? But like he's going to have, he's going to be raked over the coals. He's going to have some questions to answer about. Uh, yeah, yeah, he'll just lie to the investors and pay him five million dollars. Like, <laughs> so I mean, what, is, what, what does he really care? Oh yeah, true um, story. Oh, yeah, me. I mean, Jensen's not worried about any of that. And of course, having two bad quarters is no big deal. They had it with Turing. The problem with Turing was it was like four bad quarters. That's when they, that's why they're like, we got to get these supers out. We got to fix this. Um, but that's also the reason why I think that they want to get the 4090 out as fast as possible. So I'm not ruling out an August release just to try to mitigate that as much as possible. Uh, if it's theoretically possible for them to launch that card in August, they're going to launch it in August. Yes. Just to make Q3 look a little bit better. Uh, Sprite says, escort prices are also going down. Uh, uh, OWO, whatever that means. Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, and at the moment is at least 40% cheaper than 2021. <laughs> well, that's that's important information to know, man. Uh, yeah. I guess... Uh, People got yeah, their well, needs. People man. have less. People, people, people have, have less disposable income. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah this is it. Right. Uh, 3080s, uh, around 400. Yet still somewhere, somehow, uh, the 6800 XT AIB will be 400. So, uh, so let's hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're not talking about at retail, boys. We're talking about on the used market, right? Yeah, nobody, nobody should be buying new graphics cards anymore. Yeah, Newegg no. and Amazon and that stuff is off the table because right, they're, so, they're going to be too expensive. So uh, buy it now. 6800 XT is $459.22 uh, shipping. Coming from the Ukraine, so I don't trust that. No. Right? Um, but coming from the United Kingdom, it's 640 Coming from the United States, it's it's five sixteen. Uh, coming from Germany, it's six ninety nine, uh, and that's free shipping, by the way. Um, coming from yeah, so they're around the six forty mark now. Yeah, they're they're about MSRP. MSRP. Yeah, yeah, and these are for the AIB models, like that, that were remember they they were like eight hundred bucks at launch. Remember they, their MSRP was eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, they're all a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can take a punt on a Ukrainian GPU. You can get one for four five uh, four four fifty nine. Uh, I no, that's a terrible idea, that. and don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Used. Uh, never participated in mining. Nine out of ten overall. Whatever. Uh, I'd be fairly dodgy about that one. Yeah, you can take a punt, right? If 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 eBay is gonna refund you, 
Uh, yeah, well, like, that's why I always recommend put it on like the no interest credit because if it ties up that money, who gives a shit? It's not your money anyway. Let them tie up somebody else's money for three months. Yeah, let them fight it out. You, you, you get your money back. It doesn't matter. You owe nobody nothing, right? Like, I, yeah, I mean, exactly. It, it's worth a punt. Still too high for me. Anywhere close to four fifty five hundred for a sixty eight. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's happened. Like, we're talking about. I was talking about. I remember on this show about. When was it like a month ago? We were talking about sixty eight hundred XTs being below a thousand for the first time, and being like, "Wow, yeah. you know what I mean." And now we're talking about, and I remember saying how shit it is. You shouldn't be buying a sixty eight hundred XT like you can buy a sixty nine hundred XT for a thousand. Like that was a shit deal, right? I remember that was that was the point, exactly. right? And now you're looking at these and they're seven hundred bucks. That's the average. You can pick one up for six hundred, right? another month we could be talking about them 550 500 well once they announce next gen and nvidia goes now introducing the 4070 it's as fast as a 3080 ti and it's 599 now you have 3080 ti level 599 6800 xt and 3080 is not at that level guess where they gotta go below that they have to they have to or they have to eol them and stop selling that's the only two options right like at retail amd will have to drop the 6800 xt to below that the price of the the, the 4070 or, or stop selling it i think what they'll do is they'll get it close they'll they'll get it as close as they can but yeah they'll stop selling them immediately mm. uh, like i said i guarantee you amd and nvidia have not produced a graphics card in probably a month or two uh, they're just not making them anymore mm. or they're making very very few because uh th- there's no point there's no point. You've got to ramp production on the new stuff and forget the old stuff. Yeah. Um, except I... for the cheap shit for AIBs. Those guys always need cheap shit. Can you explain this to me? I don't understand why people scam on eBay because eBay always takes the size inside of the, se- the the buyer, right? They always do. So it's shit to be a seller on eBay, as far as I understand it. Well, if you can make fake accounts, get money into like out of basically get it into a bank account, pull the money out. There's nothing eBay can do. Yeah. So then you get free money. So yeah, oh, you get. They refunded. still have to refund you, but it's eBay. It's PayPal's problem then, is it? It's, like... uh, it's either PayPal or eBay now is kind of in charge of the money, so it's eBay that'll take the hit. Mm. Yeah, so that, that's what they do. They still can make off with the money. I get it, right? Okay, okay. So I'm like, yeah. why, why would you do that if you if you don't get the money? Uh, yeah. yeah. What they're gonna do eventually is just gonna go. We're gonna lock that up for a month till 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 like they're gonna they're gonna what they should do eventually is just go. Right, we're gonna hold the money in escrow. Uh, if the p- person gets the product that they're happy with, they prove that they got the per- purchase and they're happy with it. They, they, they tried that before, accept. then pe- people stop using their platform. They All right. <laughs> yeah, should, because if you yeah, if you don't get your money within a week, nobody's gonna use your platform. Yeah, yeah. No, no. eBay doesn't own PayPal anymore. PayPal's its own thing, right? Yeah, uh, I'm sure they're still stakeholders, but it's not like they're the same company anymore. Yeah. I don't think the pricing on current gen will fall that much, say maybe 200 at most uh, for the high-end stuff. Then the next gen will slot in at prices above. Um, I, I I think that I've heard that narrative a, long, a lot uh, recently, and I say that you're not, no company is immune to the laws of supply and demand. Demand is really low right now because new stuff's coming out. People are holding on to their money. Or people are watching the price drop and they're like, no point in buying it because every week it's cheaper, right? <laughs> so, <there's, laughs> yeah, you know, or everyone who wanted one 
who was willing to pay the high prices have already paid it and left the market mm-hmm. so um and you're talking about that like when the new stuff drops that's when there's even more pressure because the, all of the boys who want the new thing are going to sell their old thing to get uh, whatever amount of money they don't even care because these guys are buying 40 90s right these guys right. are buying two grand graphics cards they don't care if they get 500 bucks off it's still 500 bucks they were like they were always going to pay two grand so if they make 500 bucks they don't care right so like yeah. that's even more so i mean people can live in cloud cuckoo land with the stuff all you, they, you nvidia is not a, not adverse they're more insulated than amd is to the law of supply and demand because there's more demand for nvidia products but st- they're still not immune to it and if there's no demand and there's lots of supply <laughs> prices have to yeah it's off. it's only the super high end that's virtually immune to this because like how you were saying those those will sell no matter what because it's new it's faster here's the thing graphics cards new graphics cards that have uh an equivalent from the previous gen that shit don't work yeah. because you can just go well the 3070 is the same speed as the 4060 3070s cheaper i'll buy that I'll buy that yeah. so those can't get away with it like a 4090 yeah. there is no equivalent there is nothing that yeah. you could be like well i'll just buy that instead those mm-hmm. are the only cards that can demand super prices yeah so let's say you do get 3080s for 500 bucks they announce and now the 3080 basically becomes a $400 retail card. 3080 used is now a $300 card. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. And that's probably about where that's going to land. Three, 350, I would say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could wait until they hit that low. You could pick it up anywhere on the way down. But yeah, that 3080 level performance, 6800 XT level performance in about six months is $300-ish mm-hmm. used yeah like i heard so much but there's been so much bullshit i think people can't believe that there's good news happening right it's like i've heard so much bullshit oh this war is going to keep gpu prices higher for longer like no like Mm-mm. oh the lockdowns in china they're going to make gpu prices higher for longer i'm like no because they're locking them in the factories where they make the things so if anything productivity's probably gone up right? like because your choice is to sleep eat or work so you're probably just going to keep working right like, <laughs> yeah uh, past the time somehow. yeah yeah so i'm like i'm like i don't i don't get these narratives these narratives are just people not, uh, hoping and wishing for for bad mm. news upon themselves because they can't believe in the good news which is that uh gp prices are going to continue to tumble like this is this is like the last time need i remind you a polaris card at the height of its price was five six seven hundred bucks uh and at for the, a 580 yeah and at the lowest point it was 120 bucks um, you know, a, a, lowest a, point was about about a hundred, and then stabilized yeah, at one. Yeah, a Vega, a Vega was a thousand to twelve hundred dollars for a Vega sixty four, um, and I picked one up on eBay, a open box for two fifty. eBay, so retail, like like it was open box, but it was retail. Like it had eBay full, it was eBay premium, whatever, blah blah blah. They just sent somebody, sent it back, didn't want it, <laughs> he sold it again, right? Like, and two fifty. Uh, so i mean that's half off right so half off so let's say half off a 3070 what's half off a, sorry half off a 3080 what's half off a 3080 350 400 bucks there you go right yeah it's it's not that hard to figure out yeah. um and this is why I, I did the title the way that i did is like how much performance do you need because we're going to be getting to the point where the new stuff especially the mainstream stuff um they're just not going to make sense this is this is what's going to happen nobody's really going to recommend the the new sub $1,000 cards. The only thing that those are going to be good for is pushing down the prices of these cards, the current gen, Um, because, yeah, AMD and NVIDIA, they're going to try to push some new features, 
But after the shit show that ray tracing has been, nobody's going to buy it mm -hmm. until until it's a full thing. Meaning, oh, this is so much better at X, Y, and Z. Just wait. The games will be coming, boys. Well, most people are going to be like, well, we'll wait till the games are here. They're not going to yeah. buy into the, the feature hype again. I think that's all, where yeah. I'm going with that one. Yeah. Um, so they're just going to look at the price to performance. And everybody's going to look at, you know, the even the 2000 series, maybe like a 2080 Ti, for example. Still going to be super viable for 1080p and 1440p. And uh, it's going to be like, well, that's $100, $200 less. I'm just going to buy that. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm. it ultimately just comes down to how much performance do you need? You have to ask yourself, what level do you want? Not, I want a 4060 without knowing the performance. Why do you want a 4060? How fast do you think it's going to be? Well, I think it'll be a 3080. Okay, so you want a 3080 level GPU. Great. What happens when the 3080 hits? four hundred dollars is that good enough for you yeah. yeah that's good enough for me well then just fucking buy that yeah so 2080 ti is now i'm looking at 2080 ti i can buy one from the united kingdom uh it's a shitty alienware version so you know the one with the blower style it's shitty like i wouldn't want it but it's uh 291 euro from the united kingdom with 30 so it's 320 320 euro with shipping yeah, it's not bad if you're going to throw a water block on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the cheapest one I can find that doesn't have a shitty killer is 360 That's sold from the United States with $55 uh, shipping, so $400. Um, slightly over $400. Um, if that is 250 I am absolutely creaming myself. I am buying that immediately. Like, that is such a deal such such a deal i would love that 11 gigabytes of ram 3070 level performance with an overclock closer to a 3080 level performance thank you very much i'll have that well what was the price point you're jumping 250 <laughs> Two, 250 is what i, I was just mathing it out yeah. and like realistically yeah. that's yeah. probably I'm immediately happen. buying that <laughs> 250 yeah yeah i'm not yeah. even gonna i'm not gonna what card do i have now i'll be like no that's the card i'm using for two years it's good enough to get me by I have a 3070 Ti now. I know I can make a 302080 Ti go faster than a 3070 Ti, and it has more VRAM. Uh, you should check out Ivan's video. Unless you're going to water cool it, it's basically going to match what you got. You Once can, you get more VRAM. Well, you can put a 20, 2000 megahertz overclock without water cooling, and that's going to get you 15, 20%. That's... I, I suggest go go check out Ivan's video today because he okay. compared 2080 Ti, 3070 Ti, and 6700 XT, and they're all maxed overclocked on air. So. All right. So it's basically what you got with more VRAM. So mm. I, if, if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't jump on that one. Well, it's not I faster, would because but... I'd be able to sell my one for 350 right now, right? So it's a hundred well, buck profit. You, you could do that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? It's a hundred buck profit and I get more VRAM. So it's like, you know, I, I like, I, I am a pr proponent of more than eight gigabytes of VRAM for the resolution I play in. It's probably good. Like I think eight gigabytes of VRAM is fine. I don't, I don't have a big problem with it. Uh, I'd just lower textures. I'll lower something until yeah. i until high, I high instead of ultra yeah. And... yeah yeah but i mean if i can do ultra and not really get a frame pro, pro like not get about the same frames but having more vram i'll be like okay i'll do that thanks very much free performance increase thanks very much for that <laughs> yeah there you go yeah uh, um let's get to i here thank you for the 25 bronze he said uh could nvidia do another 9600 gso and repackage the 3000 chips uh as lower 4000 i don't think so nvidia has basically demonstrated that a new generation is pretty much top to bottom except for the entry level maybe the 
but they don't really have any super i guess the yeah. 3050s yeah the thir- 3050s they might repackage yeah. uh m- maybe maybe the 106 dies yeah. they can make 50 class but they draw too much power so i don't know i don't think so mm-hmm. it's i do you know what i think it is i think it's that the reason why nvidia used to do that and this is just a theory i have no proof on that is that the, the my theory is that the demand for not leading edge nodes um used to be really shit right like because we're talking about 2009 right like 2008 2007 where yeah not many cars were coming with lots of chips in them you know not many you know there weren't microwaves yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah yeah not many yeah so there wasn't a yeah. massive demand for the 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 non-leading edge nodes so like the you know back then it would have been the 55 nanometer to 45 nanometer and so on and so forth so nvidia was able to go well buy all of your supply like do you know what i mean and i'll buy it for whatever i want to pay for it and th- these guys just had to go well either we stop making it or we go yeah we'll take your business and that's why they kept on those older nodes for longer with the older stuff um i think that's dried up now as soon as nvidia moves its supply to somewhere else tsmc immediately wants to sell its older supply to volkswagen or toyota or to a microwave manufacturer right like 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 it, it doesn't matter but there's always going to be demand for those 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 non-leading edge nodes anymore so you know they're able to go oh you want to pay you want to pay two grand away for well we're getting three grand away for from toyota so what do you want to do well there? yeah <laughs> there's also less fabs there yeah. used to be like five or six different yeah. fabs now we're down to virtually two i guess you could say three glow flow still thing um so yeah i mean things were it was a different world back then mm-hmm. um and then uh, i'm reading the chat the guys here they're all kind of setting their goals which is good oh, right. i want whatever it is uh you know i want 5k 90s for VR. vr okay yeah. oh, okay i mean that's your goal um you just have to figure out what games you want to play and what it takes to run that and then what price you're willing to pay for that yeah. once all those things line up buy it uh i would argue most people are cool with 1080p or 1440p mm-hmm. most people are cool with 60 or 140 120 144 yeah. um there's no difference between 120 and 144 i can testify to that testify to that. there's gonna be that one guy that's like i can totally whatever it in terms of performance difference you don't need much more to make that happen um but my argument is, is we're at that point that you for those, you don't need the next-gen GPUs. 1440p, 144 on down, we're, we're already good. Um, somebody hit the nail on the head. We need better software. Um, I would say that we're getting... We just need games that are worth playing, not so much games that are unoptimized. We don't need more cyberpunks, would be my argument, which are, just doesn't look good, doesn't work, buggy pieces crap that runs like shit on, you know, hardware. Um so yeah i i do say that we need better games that might be able to leverage this stuff and that's still going to be a while but if you take the games that are out today the games that most people are playing you take the hardware that's available today if you're 1440p 144 165 i'll even go up to 165 because mm. i know there would be that one person it's all the same thing 120 165 it's the same range uh but yeah on down you should be looking at used cards and uh yeah just pick your performance target what you need how much you're willing to pay and uh make it happen that's all you got to do yeah if a, if a 4090 was 500 bucks would you buy it today like if it was 500 bucks would you buy it right now a 4090 oh, 30, sorry 3090 oh yeah well i not for gaming but for testing purposes but <sighs> let's flip this around if i didn't have the youtube channel or if i wasn't running the the cpu tests 
under no condition would I ever buy a 3090 or ever consider it. I no. have told you, hand on heart, that the 3070 Ti is way too much GPU for me. Like, way too much GPU for me. I don't need mm -hmm. that much GPU. Like, what's the next game I'm going to be playing? Probably Diablo 4 or or Homeworlds. Like, there's no way that's going to... say Homeworld. Yeah. No way that's going to max out my, my, my 3070 Ti. Like, there's not a chance in hell that's going to do that. So, I, I don't need it. Um, But in saying that, I mean, there is merit to, like, feeling like you're getting a, a deal as well. Like, even though sometimes you don't need it, like... So I was saying, like, if I could sell my GPU for, like, let's say 350 bucks and somebody goes to me, I'll sell you a 3090 for 500. I'm like, for 150 extra? Like, you know the way you tell, your lie, you tell yourself a lie? Really, it's like, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, you're, you're spending 500 bucks because, you know, you know, you're spending whatever you paid on that plus the 150. So 650 bucks or 750 bucks for me, whatever it would be. But um, yeah, so you tell yourself a lie in your head, but I'd be like, oh, that's a deal, you know, oh, I don't even need that. Yeah, but it's a deal. yeah, yeah. So, you, yeah, I, <laughs> I think I that's what understand. a lot of people are going to be confronted with. It, like, that's well, what I'm well, saying. Uh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you how to break that. Do I need it? That's the first question. And need, not want. Get rid of want. Want want is what leads you down the dark path to throwing money away at stupid things. Do I need it? Will this actually change anything for me? The answer is no, you're done. Just, I don't care how good of a deal it is. Just, there's no point in buying the thing if you don't need it. If it makes no difference to you at all. Um, but, I mean, it could be anything from, like, my buddy needs some cash. Then, then yeah, then buy it from, you know, there's another reason. But, you know, do you need it? If the answer is no. You shouldn't probably buy it. Mm -hmm. Nathan says Jensen will be on the street selling leather jackets for uh, to buy food. <laughs> Funny story, Jen Nathan. At uh, Denver, thank you for the five, mate. Uh, have a good stream, guys. Doing the yard, doing yard work. We'll chat later. I will. I can tell one forty four and one sixty five. I just don't care. <laughs> you know you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Nobody can tell that difference. No, I've seen. I've seen a two forty hertz monitor. Oh yeah, I could tell the difference between that and one 120, 144. I could tell the difference. Genuinely I could. Um but not because but not be, not while I was using it, right? It's like you use it and you go, Yeah, that feels a bit smooth or whatever, but you don't really and then you go back to one forty four. That's only when you notice it. It's the same with like sixty to one forty four. Like I did when I got a one forty four hertz monitor, this is a, a true story. I bought a seven hundred pound monitor, right? And it broke on the way down here in a car. So with this Asus ROG fucking, you know, crazy monitor. And I just like, I'm going to really treat myself. I told you, the hospital had been sold. I had loads of disposable income. And I was like, I'm going to treat myself to like a really good monitor. No no OLED TV was in my price range at the time, right? Because if it was, that was what I would have got. So right. um, I bought this monitor and I sat there in front of my 1440p 60 hertz monitor. And I took that off and I put the thing in and I was like... I paid all this money for this. Like the image quality looks way better. It's more vibrant. Yeah, it's brighter. Cool. But you know, blacks are better. Yeah, it's, it's good. Good monitor. But I was like, and then and then um, my uh, my Radeon Seven arrived. So I, I never spoke about this because I was like, you know, I was like really disappointed, right? I didn't want to tell my wife or anything. Right? So I spent all this <laughs> money on something that I didn't notice a difference. So um, I the the 
the Radeon 7 arrives and that's that's doing all sorts of terrible shit to my monitors, right? Like all sorts of fucking horrible mm. shit because it's... The Good old drivers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying my old monitor and I'm trying the new monitor. I'm trying the old monitor, I'm trying the new monitor. I was like, wow, I could tell the difference. I could really tell. Like when you go back to 60, it was like, oh, this looks so... Like even when you're moving your mouse around, like so to get ready for a StarCraft game, you just move your mouse around, just kind of get your, your, your wrist action going and I'm moving my mouse around and you can see like you know how many mouse cursors you can see you know like like when you move something around you can like you, you can see all oh, of loads of mouse cursors on the 60 hertz i had like four when i was moving around and this <laughs> i have like 20 <laughs> you know that's an optical illusion obviously but it's like you know that's how you tell and you just smooth smoothness and then as i said when i was playing starcraft then and i kept dropping 60 for random reasons i kept going why did i miss that spell or why did i lose that fight with you know my micro because there is actually a difference it's just not as for me anyway it's not as clear cut as everyone else says it is uh i never go back to 144 after 240 really i i i guarantee you everybody can go back to 60 if they would just detox themselves and but you know a lot of people are just used to just well like some people have the disposable income so it doesn't matter um some people are going to go through hard times and you know you're, you're gonna have to readjust um that's the flip side with, with everything going on in the world. I expect that there's going to be a lot of hard times. and Going for the maximum performance at the lowest price is going to be key for a lot of people. So um, who was it? I think it was Night Owl. He was like, yeah, there he is. I don't need a top-tier GPU CPU. I want it. That's, and that's perfectly valid. You know, you're allowed to want these things, and if you have the money, go for it. But you know, uh, it's the people that go around saying, you need all this stuff because I have it. You don't need any of that crap, and is actually ter a terrible value and a terrible idea to buy it but you wanted it and yeah. as long as you own that and you accept it who really cares yeah you do you man will radeon slash nvidia slow down development of dlss and fsr for the next generation uh they may cause people to sit on uh hardware forever no <laughs> thank you for the five dot call uh no because they know people are junkies mate <laughs> they're like i need my new fix i need my new get me my new you know what i mean I, I, that's that's the way people are what chris is trying to tell you is you don't but it doesn't matter how much we do people want our smack right <laughs> like, yeah yeah uh, like smack 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 like it doesn't matter oh the 3080 with dlss can do 200 frames per second in the game play. well the new one can do 400 frames per second <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, that's that that that's the way that it goes, and yeah, some people are addicted to it. I mean, you guys, I mean, you listen to us. You obviously you're getting the more common sense view approach, uh, so you know you guys are less susceptible to it. But even you guys, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of stuff. Well, I need 360 hertz. Okay, that's that's you. Have fun with that. Mm. Um, you're gonna be spending a lot more money than is necessary to actually play in and enjoy the game. But you know, you you, you yeah. do you. Um, but you can't argue the fact that most people aren't going to need that. Um, what was that poll? I, I should pull that up. Was I think it was 60% play 60 FPS or lower mm -hmm. or something like that. And it was like 30% at 120, 144, and only 3% above that. Yeah. Uh, and that's my, my community. So, yeah, if you need more than the 150, 165 FPS, you're in a super minority. And you're always going to be paying top tier. Yeah. And there's, that's never going to change. But... For everybody else, sub two hundred dollars CPU is all you need. There's no reason for gaming uh, to be spending more than two hundred dollars on a CPU, pretty much ever. Uh, and then GPU, 
that's up to you. Frame rate, resolution, games that you play, the types of games that you play, you have to figure that out. Yeah. I um I think as I said before, like just to show that like I'm not a hardware junkie. I've gotten rid of a 3080. I've gotten rid of a 6900 XT. I had them. I had them for 600 bucks. I didn't need them. That's the reality of that. I didn't. I didn't need them. Um, and my car plays everything I need, and it plays it with abundance. So I, even then, I'm like, you know, if I can swing a sale of the sale of this card with a little bit of profit, and then buy a card with similar performance from an earlier generation, <laughs> I'm all about that. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I I I think that people people are addicted to the upgrade uh and and you can see them when see when it happens so i remember like you see people and like you know they try and get into pc gaming it's so hard to get into it you know like they'll buy an old pc and they'll put a gpu in it or whatever or they'll put together their first pc and it's just a shit show right like it's like you know it's it's got a seller on in it and four gigabytes of ram and a fucking right. some two-year-old gpu or something but then they get the bug, right? And when they get the bug, oh god, <laughs> it's like you know they're are, you know they're looking for stupid ways to upgrade. I remember, I remember, I had the bug. I remember before I knew anything. I was, I remember, I had a a nine nine a fifty black edition. It was quad core, phenom quad core. And I remember, rather than like buy a new CPU, I was like, how could I liquid kill this to get a bit more frequency out of it? I was like, just buy a new fucking seat. Like the price of the things that I was trying to buy to just do that thing, right? Rather than <laughs> yeah, go yeah, buy. Yeah, a... I spent five hundred dollars on the liquid yeah. cooling, or buy a three hundred. Yeah. and eventually <laughs> I bought a Q sixty six hundred, run it at three point four gigahertz, and it smoked my previous <laughs> generation CPU. I just wanted to because I wanted to be an AMD fan, right? I wanted to be an AMD. I wanted to have the AMD thing, right? Like because oh, when when I first got into PC gaming, like that was like my first pc i built was a one gigahertz amd chip right before that i had like bit pre-built systems um so like i wanted to have another amd because i want to support amd but like yeah i bought the intel q uh, uh q6600 3.4 gigahertz on an air cooler it's a big fucking air cooler but it was on an air cooler 3.4 gigahertz b zero stepping or whatever it was and it absolutely completely and utterly destroyed the cpu and i was like I paid 200 and something bucks for the CPU and 100 bucks for the motherboard. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, so it's like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah. I was looking at uh, water coolers to try and get 3.1 out of my, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Phenom ones, they just never, they never got very fast. I think this Even was the Phenom. Phenom 2, wasn't it? It was, no, it wasn't. Those one, sorry, because it was the second generation. Because the first one was a ninety-five sixty or ninety-five fifty or something like that. Not ninety-six fifty. Ninety-six fifty. Yeah. And then I got a ninety-eight fifty. Was my one. So it's still Phenom one. I think it's just higher clocking version. It was like Phenom Plus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> AMD's naming schemes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those those don't clock too high. The Phenom twos got up to like the mid threes. You might might get close. Uh, I I got a. Phenom 2940, I could get it to 3.6, which and that topped it out. Couldn't get it any higher than that. You know, Peter but, saying the, the advantage of playing uh, Blizzard games with strong CPU bottleneck, you don't need extensive uh, graphics cards. Yeah, true story, mate, but they all look fantastic. Have you seen StarCraft today? Go look at Age of Empires, right? Four, brand new game, and then go mm -hmm. look at StarCraft. StarCraft smokes it in fidelity. Like, it still looks way better. It's made in 2009. Blizzard just know Blizzard just used to know how to make these really optimized, 
really well performant, really good engines that, that really worked well for the games they were trying to build. Go look at Diablo um, 3. Looks Still looks very good, you know, compared to Path of Exile that came out a few years well, later that, or whatever. That's more the art direction. Stylized art direction is always better than realistic. Mm. Realistic never ages well because it doesn't look real. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The most realistic games don't look real. So if you go with a, a more stylized, just over the top, like a um, great example would be like Gears of War. Gears of War, like things like look real-ish, but the guys are so big, bulky, and cartoony yeah. that you don't take it seriously. And, mm. and and it still looks fine today because you're like, this this ain't real to mm. begin with, right? Um, but if you look at like a game like uh, Cyberpunk's just a great example. You know, they're trying to make it look as real as possible. And it just it doesn't look real. Yeah. yeah. So as I said, it's like, you know, I think that old Blizzard used to do a fantastic you know job at making these fantastic looking fantastic playing fantastic performing games and i think that new blizzard still does that problem is they monetize the shit out of everything they make and that's the like that's my biggest worry for diablo 4 it's not i don't think they're not going to build a great game i think they will build a great game i think that will work really well i think they're going back in the direction of diablo 2 i think they're doing all of the things that are right but then you know that they might introduce some sort of play to win mechanic into the game and if they do that like i check out right i i like, why would I pay 70 bucks for a game that, you know, six months down the road, um, I'm, I'm buying stuff to make my character better. Like, I, <laughs> I just, I just I'm, don't get that. I'm fairly certain Microsoft's going to kill that once they go in there and like, we're done with this shit. You're not making these trash games anymore. Um, not under the Blizzard name because the uh, Activision has like the, uh, the Candy Crush division or whatever yeah. be like mobile pay to win trash games they're gonna go under that under the uh, brand, st yeah. yeah stop ruining the blizzard brand because microsoft's gonna own it and they understand that that brand is in jeopardy right now and they're gonna be like no we're gonna build up this brand name and we're gonna sell some good shit yeah, under but, it but here's the here's the latest info on, on on diablo 4 i don't know whether you guys are interested in it if you're not stop tell me to shut up in the chat but um so the latest uh, info on it is that um they are going to have some sort of real money auction house not an auction house but like real money store in the game and then everyone got really concerned. They were like, oh, is it going to be paid pay to win? Is it going to be paid to win? Is it going to be paid to win? And the answer was Diablo 4 will be a full-priced game and the pricing structure will be full-priced game, in-game cosmetics and, you know, downloadable DLC. So in other words, like add-ons, which is what Diablo three was you know there was add-ons so there was the reaper souls expansion and then there was you know the the there was the necromancer expansion and there was well it was going to be an expansion but they just launched as as free content for everyone um and then it was like uh what else was there with with with, with starcraft there was three full games right so you paid 50 bucks for the first game and 26 and 26 but you had to own the reason why there's 26 and 26 was because you had to own the first game to play the other two Right. Um, they were expansions yeah expansions yeah yeah so um you know i'm cool with that model i don't mind that model like i mean if you play if you play the if you play starcraft you play starcraft wings of liberty you don't feel like you were ripped off you don't sit there and go i didn't get a full campaign you got a full fucking campaign like you got 20 something hours of gameplay you got a fully working online multiplayer experience and then you know they kept that online multiplayer experience going 
when they launched Heart of the Swarm, so you could play either or, right? Right. And then, and if you want to buy the new thing, you put the new thing, you get the new units and all that kind of stuff. And then they did the new thing. And that was all great. But the worry is, is that they never once in their replies on Twitter, even when pressed, said it will not be play to win. They wouldn't write back to that answer. They wouldn't say, no, it will not be play to win. So, you know, even though they said, oh, well, it, you know, it's a fully priced game, that's how we're going to monetize it. They just all they had to say is it will not be play to win. There will be no play to win mechanics in it. Which pay to win. A pay sorry pay, pay to win. Sorry pay to win. There will not be any pay to win mechanics. If they'd have just said that, all of this would have went away, and they still won't say it. So it's like, is there still an internal fight going on as to whether that's going to happen or not? Um, do they not want to say anything that can be later pulled back on? Do they not know what the de- definition? They haven't come up with an internal definition of what pay to win is inside of the company like it might be just well you get 10 you know stash tabs and now you've to pay real money to get 20 stash tabs right like people will say oh that's pay to win and that'll cause a problem with them saying oh it's not pay to win but then somebody can launch a class action or something i don't know but it's a bit worrying that they can't just commit to it's not pay to win right yeah well i mean uh Nathan, I hate play to win games. <laughs> I just want the game to beat itself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we call those movies, by the way. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. But we're, uh, we're at the point now that we've seen all these big companies do such stupid shit. Um, there's no point even worrying about the game. No point in getting hyped for any of this crap anymore. Until the game is out and it's been out for at least two or three weeks to where independent reviewers who had to buy the game themselves review it and talk about it. Um, until that point, it doesn't really matter what, what they say because uh, you'll know by then. So, yeah. The, the, that's kind of my whole breaking the hype thing. There's really no reason to get hyped for any of this stuff because you don't know what it's going to be. You don't know how screwed up it's going to be. Why don't you just wait till it's a thing yeah. uh, and enjoy the good stuff. Now, the hype that I'm excited for is obviously things getting cheaper. Uh, but other than that, games, until it's out, mm. I have zero hype. Yeah, Pelicoon is like, never played Diablo 3. Looked like a WoW uh, on the whole atmosphere for D1, D2. Was gone. Looked like a cartoon. Uh, it, um, I have to say that Diablo, when it first launched... Diablo 3 to me, I played the campaign and then never came never came back. Like I played Diablo 3, played the campaign and didn't feel ripped off either, right? Like so so many people felt ripped off. I just played the campaign, mm. finished the campaign. That was an interesting story. That was great FMVs. I had a had fun time, never felt ripped off. Thought it was a good game. Um but it came back when they launched the adventure mode and the kind of, you know, the end game content that they they eventually and they got rid of the real money auction house cuz and it's completely different. It's, it's, it's a, have you ever heard, you know, what's the name of the, the game? Um, it's a st- space-based game and it got pilloried at launch. Um, uh, what's it, you could go anywhere, loads of stars. You can go, what's it called? What, No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky was ripped into at launch because it was terrible. But since they've spent a lot of money investing in the game and making the game way better, um, that's what they did with Diablo 3 like they really made it a really really good game after years of it being out to the point where it's a completely different game it's a it's a completely different experience like when you first played it how you got gear the gear progression was you play it you get you finish the game and then you restart it on a higher level of difficulty and then you replay it and the chances of getting new stuff 
you know, increases, right? Like right. as you play, and you just have to keep replaying this campaign that you played once over and over again to get better and better gear. Now, uh, it's you play you you when you first buy the game, you have to play the story to unlock adventure mode. But once you unlock adventure mode, adventure mode is a is a, an area where you've got like all of these different quests that you do in different acts of the game. Um, you've got rifts which give you rift keys greater rift keys you then do greater rifts and in the greater rifts they get you there there's levels so like there's one to like a hundred and something like you know what i mean and you just keep playing higher and higher rifts they take two or three minutes at the end you get this big flurry of gear right and yeah. you've got all these sets they give you a free set at the you've got a seasonal journey you do it takes you an hour to do it you get full full set which makes you do massive amounts of damage so instead of being able to play it like expert mode when you first finish the game you're now able to play a torment 6 or torment 10 which is like way more gear way more chances of dropping all this stuff and you just it just gets so much easier and so much better and and it's just about the push for those higher greater rifts then it's such a much much more enjoyable game now since they changed the way it's played um is it is well, it for everyone? Well, they're not mon- well, they're not mon- monetizing it yeah. anymore. So yeah, they make the game easier. It's less grindy. Yeah, I mean, mo- most of these games do that once they basically go EOL. Yeah, but yeah. In, in saying that, like somebody saying, I love the auction house in Diablo Three. People made a living. I remember looking at somebody. Somebody made sixty thousand a year for the Real Money Auction House. Sixty grand a year from the Real Money Auction House, and he didn't even play the game. He just sat there waiting for somebody to sell something for a really low price he'd buy it and mm-hmm. put it for the actual price it should be it should be sold for that's all he did buy low yeah, sell high v- virtual ebay that you turn into for yeah. Your money. yeah yeah funny stuff uh yep tech max power uh, tech- yep hey what's going on tech max power uh cool uh i was on board with early access but now diablo 3 is hitting two three baldur's gate a uh, baldur's gate sorry what am i saying baldur's gate is hitting three years in early access with one act inexcusable yeah they've got your money mate <laughs> there's no need for them to 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 do anything to get any more of your money <laughs> so this yeah. is why i hate early access games this is why i won't play them um, realistically if you're looking after uh because baldur's gate uh, is, does that have multiplayer because i remember always playing baldur's gate does. single don't player yeah for, for primarily single player games the smart move is wait for the game of the year edition now a lot of people be like well you gotta support the developers where they won't make the games well until they start making complete games from the jump just wait for the game of the year editions two three years later yeah uh, number one they're cheaper and you get all the stuff and all the bug fixes and all the other stuff um unless it's something that you really really want to play or the reviews are like it actually works and it's a complete game then you go oh all right it might might be worth my money (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah i I, I just downloaded like daz was like Baldur's gate 3 is out and i was like no it's not he's like no it was out i played it the other day he's like no you didn't you played act one when are you gonna like Daz has already completed it like he paid for it i'm like you're a clown man why would you do that like do you know what i mean why would you buy a game that's not finished like why would you do that why would you give some they haven't done anything to earn your money you know it's what i mean the hype man it's the hype and the inability delayed gratification that's that's the toughest thing like baller i'll be all thing. about that man i'd be all about that game if it was launched <laughs> you know I just don't understand. I don't understand. Like, what's the other one um, that's never going to come out ever? Uh, Star Citizen, right? 
Yeah. It was supposed to launch this month. I heard something about that. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to hold right. my breath. I'll, I'll wait and see. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's going to launch this month. Yeah. It's out since 2012 or something like that. <laughs> it's it's basically on par with uh, Ethereum going proof of stake. That It's that long of a running meme. Yeah. Yeah. It looks fantastic. It looks like a fun game. It looks like there's a lot of content there. But until until I can go, how much is it? Oh, it's 50 bucks. Okay, here's my 50 bucks. Now I want access to everything. And if you don't give me access to everything, you're not getting my 50 bucks. <clears throat> right? Like That's that's the way I, I like to play my games. Now, call me an eccentric and I'll fart. I don't care what you call me. But that's the way I like to play my games. Right? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it's definitely the, the smarter way to do it because you demand uh, a complete product. Um, there is a business model for the games that can't do that. Let's say they're they're small indie guys and they're making like big multiplayer games. You know, that shit takes a long time to develop. It's called free to play. And then you just monetize mm -hmm. cosmetics and stuff. And apparently there's enough people in the world that will pay real world money so their in-game character can have a jumpsuit or something stupid. So there's really two different business models, either 100% complete game for a price, 60, 80, 100, whatever the hell they want to charge. It's up to you to decide if it's worth it or not. And then there's zero money, but it's going to be buggy and broken and all this other stuff, but you don't pay for it. So you can't really be mad. <laughs> so it's pick one. There is no third option here. Um, Somebody said, uh, Steven said, anyone hyped for Act 2 Survival Evolved? This game was fun, and the new one is in e UE5 and has Vin Diesel uh, riding a T-Rex uh, ta and talking about family. Yeah, no, I've seen it. Uh, big fan of Ark. Um, Ark, another one of the games where like really wanted to play it, but was like, I'm going to wait until it actually launches to play. So I did. The week yeah. it launched, I played it. Um, and turns out probably shouldn't have because it wasn't like that's the thing about Ark was like when Ark was ready it was a finished game like the, almost everything that was in the game was in the game now it was just it was a bit buggy right like you know what I mean right so they were early accessing it that's the true version the way I see early access is you launch a full game but you just haven't got all the kinks worked out and you go it does, if you want early access you can pay for it but the whole reason why we're doing it is so that you can tell us that something's broken and we can go fix it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, uh, and yeah i just don't yeah early access should be free for me as far as i'm, I'm concerned yeah well they used to be called betas and demos and <laughs> you know <laughs> there was no early access uh, mm -hmm. early access like i said it's necessary for some games like mm -hmm. if it's just you and your buddy frank building a game and you know you want to do it full-time versus part-time so you can actually get it out mm -hmm. in a reasonable amount of time I understand the crowdfunding, you know, Bob and Frank, so this way they can go ahead and do the thing. But usually those guys are only asking for $10 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're really pitching in a whole lot. They're not asking for like $50, $60 yeah. um, for, the, for the full access game. It's basically like helping them out on Patreon type of thing. And uh, usually those games are hit and miss, but it's usually not that expensive. But it's when the big developers do this stuff, you know, companies that have millions and millions of dollars, it's like... No, it's not okay at that point. Not in my opinion. Yeah, but Ark was a really good fun game, man. It was really, really good fun. Like the PvP is so crazy fun. Like you and like yeah, twenty of your mates picking people off their dinos with your with your you know your dino, killing them, dropping them, robbing all their shit, like breaking into their bases and stealing. Like so good, such good crack. Um, 
The problem was it. I know a few people that really like that game. Yeah. Yeah. Problem was it became like like the, the a lot of a lot of uh, people were griefers. They were horrible, evil griefers. They'd like drag a hundred and fi- level hundred and fifty Bronto over your base, even in PVE. And then like oh, okay. you know, one of your dinos would attack it, or you'd randomly shoot it, and then it just start attacking your base and wrecking your base on you. <laughs> <laughs> so you just wanted to be a dick <laughs> yeah well i mean if it was a concert thing that'd be awesome mm. or uh you know concert that'd be awful i mean um yeah dislike arc a lot of people don't like i don't Is like arc free to even play. out of Ar- uh, early access yeah arc has been out of early access for years since 2018 um, i think i have no idea i haven't followed it yeah it's kind of kind of funny reading the I don't like free to play, uh, blah, blah, blah. You see a lot of that in here. Um, yeah, to me, free to play is great, though. It's it's the best way to iron out the bugs in your game. And, and mm-hmm. you know, think of it this way. You get to play a video game for free. You don't, the good ones, you don't have to buy anything. Yeah, I think here, here's how free to, Paul, a question for you. Are you excited about Stormgate? No, um, I'm not, because stormgate could be 20 years away from now man when, when is stormgate on a launch stormgate is an rts a new rts made by guys who worked on starcraft um i'm excited for it in terms of there will be another rts and that's great and amazing and wonderful but uh like uh, just no firm launch dates just no like you know and it's a small team it seems like so it could be a long time from now um so we'll see um there's another one called uh something of pyre i think it is as well and it's another group of former Blizzard employees, and it's just, it's just like, when is it? When is it? When is it out? Like, when? When are you gonna launch? It, yeah, you know, it's nothing and, to get excited. Until until it's out, it don't exist. If you have that type type of mentality, you're you're gonna be way better off. Um, new new Doughboy is asking, what's the biggest game of for PC this year? Elden Ring. I'd say that's probably yeah. correct at this point. Yeah. Um, for for me, I got that uh, Ninja Turtle game yesterday, and that is awesome. That is good. Sit on the couch and have fun with uh your buddies oh but it's a ninja turtle game i didn't even know that yeah uh salsa and i were talking about it not too long ago in our little chat there but yeah it's the old school like arcade style turtle game like side scrolling yeah and for me thus far that's game of the year (laughs) because elden ring holds zero interest for me yeah but yes i would say that is the biggest game i don't like dark souls at all controversial topic but I, I don't like a game that makes me want to beat my head against a wall um just for the sake like i'm cool if a game is difficult but it, it's as long as it's not difficult for the sake of being difficult right like um starcraft is the most difficult game in the world hands down nobody can say nobody can say it's not if you think it's not go play it and try and get good at it it's the most difficult game in the universe right um the reason you can play StarCraft every day, eight hours every day, for the rest of your life, and there will still be people, oh, thousands of people, way better at you than that game, right? Like, there's just thousands of them. Because there's so many things going on at once, there's so many jug- balls to juggle, there's so many things to be doing at one time. But, like, the way StarCraft works is if you're not very good at the game, you can go play against other people who are not very good at the game, right? <laughs> If you're medium medium at the game, you can go play against loads of other people who are medium at the game. If you're, you know, so on and so forth. So it it doesn't actually feel like a really difficult game until 
you get to the point where your skill cap is kind of capped out and then it feels really like it's so stressful there's too much stuff going on there's people attacking you from one guy attacking you from three sides you're like how the fuck do i have my army in three places while continuing to make my base and (laughs) make workers and look after everything that's going on on the screen like you know so fucking hard and you're you're doing 300 actions per minute and it's still not fast enough you're like what the fuck do to get good at this game Ah." but right Dark Souls just seems to be a game made just to tor- tor- torment people. <laughs> no, no. Dark Souls is a, it's, it's a pattern identifier game. That's all it is, is you have to identify patterns and execute. That, that's really, really all it is. So is Elden Ring. So, I mean, anybody who complains that it's hard, they're just not good at identifying patterns, which means that the game just simply is not for you. Um, it's not designed for you. It's like a Rubik's Cube is not a good toy for every child, you know? <laughs> so and some children just won't get it. Um so yeah no there's nothing wrong with the souls games uh elden ring i just didn't like the premise it's a very nihilistic game very dark and like i I don't like games that are just all bleak and darkness like diablo then man (laughs) well i mean diablo is okay because you're 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 trying to solve the darkness but in elden ring it's it's mostly like it just everything is you know i don't know too nihilistic i could tell the writers they they, that's what they were going for like i don't like movies that are just that dark and gritty for the sake of being dark and gritty it's like (laughs) yeah like 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 the new batman movie i'm like "Mm." i mean batman's supposed to be didn't see it don't say anything didn't see it don't know anything about it yeah all right well we'll just leave that there it's like yeah i i could tell when something's written by uh, somebody trying to cater towards the nihilistic negative side of society right now Emos. and i just <laughs> well there's, there's a lot of the people into that shit and I, i'm just like no that's not me you like but doom in that you go to hell lol <laughs> true story yeah, you go to, yeah but there's nothing nihilistic you go to hell and you wreck shit so like yeah. that's that's pretty fun um denver thank you for the five he said uh did you see dollar plays let's let's play of star citizen i did not i don't even know who that is um <laughs> They, uh, that makes Fallout 76 like a stable, well, well put together game. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's saying a lot there. That man. is saying a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, do you know what? Yeah, I should watch some other stuff because I, I genuinely don't know anything about Star Citizen other than how it looks, and I, I've never played it. I remember there was this, the guy who sold me the 3080 for 500 euro, um big star citizen fan like huge star citizen fan and he tried to get me into it he's like come here and i'll show you my screen sharing himself playing it he's like look at all the cool things you can do i was like man i'm not into that like you know what i mean it's just... no like... i'm a big i'm a big fan of pick up the game it's complete yeah. i play it for anywhere from five to about 30 hours depending on what type of game it is and then it's done mm-hmm. yeah this whole oh i could pick up this ant and juggle it in the game it's like well, why are you waste go do that outside you know like I, I don't know i have no interest to live in a virtual environment uh i think that's that's kind of my difference when i when i go i want to play the game that's why i like the old side scrolling ninja turtle game you put it on you're beating up uh foot soldiers within three seconds you're mm-hmm. actually playing the game when you're done you put it down and you can come back to it whenever you want type thing uh it's just my style that I prefer. That's why I actually like Diablo 3 now. It's because Diablo 3 now, every time a new season starts, you spend two hours leveling your character, getting him geared up. Two hours, that's all it takes. 
and then every time you jump in again you're just trying to get higher greater rifts every time you play like every time you play you're just trying to try trying to beat your own scores you know what i mean like you just it's it's and so fast paced like just right yeah so action-packed i play starcraft 2 indeed if you want to play it good it is difficult it's the most difficult game ever made man I don't care what anybody says. Uh, if anybody if anybody says it's not the most difficult game I've ever played, then then they need to play it. <laughs> it is the most. Di- you have to. There's no other game that requires you to press every button on your keyboard at some point in the game within a minute every time, right? Like you have to press every button on your keyboard within a minute, and you have to. It just it it's 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 berserkio. It's crazy. It's absolute. It's like it's like playing. What was that game that that was on on? Uh, it used to be on Xbox 360. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was called. It was like a, you were a little spaceship and you were trying. Uh, Geometry Wars, like, like just that's like uh, that. You know, Geometry Wars was just fucking crazy, really fast paced, unbelievable madness. For <laughs> every time you sat down to play it, right? Like, but that was with a controller with with like a few buttons on it, right? <laughs> that's what Starcraft feels like. But you got all the buttons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Well, I mean, I, I guess the point is, you see, so you say you have to do, you don't have to do that. You can go play the game. Like I play StarCraft without using the keyboard at all. Exactly. That's, that's why StarCraft's great. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is it is the most difficult game in the universe to master. It's an, the easiest game to pick up and just play. I mean, that's like saying Guitar Hero is the most demanding game in the planet because there's expert mode. It's like, yeah, but you don't have to play expert mode, (laughs) you know? And then even if you beat beat a song on expert mode, well, now you have to hit 100%. What you're doing is is you're setting different goals, like your personal goals is like... Yeah, but they're not setting yours. Playing against other players. Like, this is... Other players are... It's not about difficulty. It's about even when you play at your level you could level could your your level might be bronze league because you only use the mouse right <laughs> and it's even at your level it's stressful right so it remains stressful the whole way through as you get better it never gets less stressful whereas with guitar hero you can keep playing at the you know and just it's not going to be stressful for you anymore it just gets stressful and, well well i guess that's kind of my point you don't have to be i don't know you just don't have to give a shit about the thing just have fun <laughs> with it there's no reason to give a shit about video games other than just having fun with it. That's that's what leads you down the rabbit hole of, now I need higher frame rate. Now I need a 300 hertz monitor. Oh, now I need, need that. well, That's the great the, thing about StarCraft. You don't need any of those things. <laughs> well, I mean, but you understand that that mentality is what sucks people down into these things. And then we get people going, I can't live without a 300 hertz monitor anymore. It's like, well, you'd have to detox to get, get past that. But, you know. Doom Eternal Master Levels are also ridiculous. Never played them, so I don't know what it, what, what they are. Yeah, they, they get pretty insane. Doom Eternal is kind of like that with StarCraft. Like, they'll just keep ratcheting it. But yeah. you can get super sweaty and get upset and whatever. Or you can play at a difficulty level. That'll challenge you, but isn't overly hard. And just enjoy the fucking game. And if you lose, you lose. Whatever. Um. Yeah, my argument is there's no difficulty level in StarCraft. It's about you playing against other players there's no difficulty level like you don't set a difficulty level like that's the thing right it's like somebody could just literally be in your league but be better than you (laughs) well if that's the case then every game ever is the most difficult game ever because there's always somebody better than you but you don't have to press 300 buttons to to beat somebody like you just don't have to 
that's the thing well i mean somebody could argue and maybe call of duty you need to have three nanosecond response time to beat the best guys in the world and that's you much harder that than hitting three. probably need that in starcraft as well three nano response uh, well see this is what i'm saying like it's a very subjective way of looking at it when you're like this is the most difficult thing everything's the most difficult thing if you crank it up to 11 I That's think my it's point. pretty Ch much chess, chess against an AI is the most difficult yeah. game in the world, you know? <laughs> I think it's pretty much consensus out there that StarCraft is one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult game ever made. Okay, so now we're relying on other people's opinions to validate. Well, I'm, I'm relying on my own opinion. I'm just using other know. you know, you, you don't play it, so you, you don't have an opinion because you don't play it. So that that's what I'd say. Is, is that you Well but I played many games and what I'm saying is yeah. anything can become the most difficult thing in the world. It's yeah. very subjective. It's very subjective. Everything. Uh, do you need to live without a 240 hertz if uh, you own one? No, you don't have to live without one. When you, but you do because you never could. Like, what what resolution is a 1440p? You're probably never going to get a graphics card fast enough to make your your game run at 240 hertz. Uh, I mean, it depends on the games. I'd say most games that you need a 240 hertz for should run there, no problem. Uh, I mean, like Apex Legends, I'm starting to benchmark that. The thing you have to do a hack to cap that thing at a uh, hundred or three hundred FPS. It has like a one forty four cap in the game. Like a lot of even these esports games, they're just not meant to run that fast. I think uh, Overwatch three hundred FPS max cap. Um, I, I just don't understand the need for for all that stuff. Mm. Um, just play the game, have fun with it, and get better on what you got. I I think we can all say that sixty hertz to one twenty one forty four. That's a big deal. Yeah, and and the note there is a noticeable difference from like 120 to 240, but it's just so diminished, and the extra hardware requirements just simply aren't worth yeah. it. I think on like single player games. Yeah, imagine trying to run Cyberpunk at 240 hertz. There is no card in the world that does that. There's no oh. CPU in the world that'll yeah. get anywhere near that. Yeah, there's nothing that will get you 240. Like that's the reality of that that game, right? Nvidia, oh, we're making these cards for Cyberpunk, and then you go look at the fastest card they make, and it's a 4K card in almost every game in the world. You try to put a 4K Cyberpunk, and guess what? It's a 1440p card at best. Uh... Cyberpunk uh, at 1080p with a 3090 is gpu bound as fuck yeah. uh i when, when i was like i want every game 100 not gpu bound i had to use the 3090 at 1080p with dlss balanced even dlss quality you're still gpu bound Oof. and this yeah and this isn't with like uh, i forgot what i was using maybe a zen 3 or, or an alder like like a 12 100 uh, nothing super crazy and i'm just like this is ridiculous man i'm running this thing at uh because was it uh balanced is 720 that'd be 720p i think internal so a 3090 at 720p to, to remove the gpu bound nature from it i think it's, i think uh, peter's got us got us pretty much right i i, I concede this point to, to peter peter's like chris might don't misunder might understand uh might miss underestimate. Uh, underestimate how competitive paul is at starcraft you don't uh, become a lower middle master in a game without being incredibly competitive yeah that's probably my problem right is that like i'm very competitive at that game uh to the point where even if i lose to somebody i, I like it, it hurts it hurts my feelings afterwards like i'm <laughs> yeah well that's because you're emotionally invested in yeah in, in a yeah video well game. what what annoys me do you know what annoys me the most about that game is like you can be better than somebody in that game right 
and they can just do a thing that sets you way behind at the start and then you're playing catch up for the entire game and you still know that you're better than the guy and then he starts he starts saying stuff like easy 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 as he's wrecking your face and you're like ah. i mean the thing that i mean that, that's perfect uh, n- another game like that would be poker like you might be playing against some donk but happens to suck out and catch a you know a river card on you and has massive chip lead and you're playing the whole way back. I mean, yeah, I mean there's plenty of games that you know that can happen. Uh, I played uh, or success too. Also a difficult game, but it does not even come close. Yeah, look, I, I I look, I I think that StarCraft is the most difficult game. Chris doesn't, and we'll just leave it there because we'll have a rant. I would but... <laughs> I would say any game can be the most difficult game in the world. Um. Yeah, I I could agree with that. To to get like to get to but like yeah yeah I agree I agree. I just think that even to get like mediocrely good at StarCraft, it takes a lot of time and effort, and that's why I'm probably so defensive about it. Because even getting halfway good at StarCraft takes a lot of time. Whereas I I put ha- I half asked um I half asked like maybe put a, a a day or two a week into um what was it called uh Reach Halo Reach. I'm not even that good at uh halo 3 reach was my game and i was like pretty good at like re- like realistically like mid-tier to kind of upper echelons of of thing it mm-hmm. just took that little bit of investment whereas to get to mediocre in starcraft it felt like it took a fucking lifetime mate <laughs> now i'm like at the top but and i think i could be like i think i could be if i had if i didn't have children and i had all day every day religious play i think i could be a grandmaster like i genuinely think i could be a grandmaster i think i could be that good at that game i think that's where i'm so defensive about it because it's just i know how much effort it takes to get there right whereas other games it didn't take me that much time yeah. to get. well i mean i can flip it around you might just be naturally better at halo than you are at starcraft you yeah. might actually be a naturally <laughs> poor starcraft player well, and a naturally great halo player see that's my point like it's it, it's subjective and i understand your struggles and you're emotionally invested in it see i'm not emotionally invested in any of this stuff so none of it matters to me um well, that's that's the key difference. Mate, I seen you playing Doom. I seen you playing Doom. You were fucking real good. I was at having Doom. fun. I'm like but... real good at Doom. Like, like <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen that, it's on Chris's thing. Uh, maybe uh, we'll... yeah, it's for members. I maybe, mean, maybe yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, members can see it. It is. He is sick. <laughs> like I thought he was blowing his own horn. I thought he was blowing his own trumpet, saying, "Oh, I'm good." No, he's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> and he did that, that, that uh, doom 2016 like real good uh yeah. paul gonna go upgrade his gpu and just keep playing the same ha- uh, handful of games no mate i told you i'm, I'm looking forward to d4 and um homeworld uh that those are the games that i want to come out and looking forward to them i don't think that's i think chris is why chris is so burnt out by the whole gaming industry is and tech max power thank you for the one is that you don't have any game that you're looking forward to do you chris uh, nothing that requires anything. Yeah. Like like I said, the turtle game, I was looking forward to that. Uh, it was running on a GTX 960. I mean, it, it's an old pixel game. It doesn't take nothing. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, uh, and then there's uh, Evil West looks pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, there, there's no game, period, that I think I need new yeah. hardware for. Yeah. I, there, there is no game announced that I need hardware yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's the problem. Is like I just don't get the time to play the game that I love so much because of the whole, and I I choose it. Like I 
totally choose my family. I love my family to bits. So I never get to play the game at all. Like like if 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 I do ever play it, it's like I'm rendering a video. I'm waiting for YouTube to say it's cool. You know the way YouTube says, you know, you, you wait for it to do its checks, could take thirty minutes or whatever. Right. So that's when I get to play it. So I might get two, three games in or whatever. Um so like that's that's when I'm I'm stuck with you know, I stuck with the frustration of I wish I could play it more to get better at it, but yeah, that that's just me. Um Oh, Libby's yeah, in the chat. I've... Shit, Libby's in the chat. <laughs> and your hey, beautiful, Libby. and your beautiful wife, and the love of your life. She is my love, my life, one hundred percent. I gave up. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna try and be a StarCraft pro. It's a true story. Um, I was pretty high on the on the European ladder. Um, when Diamond was the highest rank in StarCraft, so I was pretty high on the Diamond ranking for for StarCraft when I met Libby. And I was like, I, I, I think I could be a pro at this game. I think I could go like, you know, pretty hardcore into this game. And um, and then I met Libby, and I was like, you know, I love my wife, <laughs> I love my missus. I'm just gonna spend time with her, hang out. Well, with her. Yeah, well, I mean, th- that's actually a good thing. I, I think a lot of kids, well, especially people around our age, you know, that was the thing because gaming as like uh, a profession, ju- <laughs> as we were in our twenties, became like a real thing. Uh, at that point, yeah. Did, did I? No, no, no. You're okay. all right. You're all right. All right. I bumped into it. Um, so, yeah, I think we all had that thought. But then you take a step back and you go, no, real life is better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like something. Yeah. Sna- sna- well, I yeah. hope so. Because uh, real life is better. So, yeah. The majority of my day, basically from 8 a.m. till about 10 p.m., that's family time. Uh, basically, what I do is I just sacrifice sleep. If mm. I want to play a game. I'll, I might go three, four hours on sleep yeah. instead of five or six. And if there's a g- so a game has to be worth sacrificing sleep and, and mm. having to uh, go all day because uh, it's not like I recovered. It's not like, oh, Sunday I sleep 12 hours recharge. Nope. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you just three hours today, five hours tomorrow, yeah. whatever. So so for me, a game has to be worth mm. sacrificing. Exactly. Because- same with me. Exactly the same. So if I was going to. If I said to, and I was thinking about this because Father's Day is tomorrow and I really want to play, or I would love to play a game. And like my wife is like, oh, you want to do stuff with us as a family? And I was like, yeah. But like I could have just said to my wife, like if gaming wasn't so important to me, I could have said to my wife, like today I just want to play a game, right? For the whole day. And my wife would have been like, right. my wife would have been so cool. She would have been like, yeah, cool. No problem. Knock yourself out. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your day. Um, but that 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 wasn't that that isn't what like you know appeals to me what appeals to me is spending time with my kids and people are like yeah paul you made the right choice uh family is uh the most important mm-hmm. thing absolutely and that was the thing like i met my wife uh in 2010 starcraft came out in 2010 i was already like i was rank one for a day on the ladder <laughs> in starcraft <laughs> uh you know what i mean so like i was pretty pretty handy at starcraft one like right you know what i mean and and the uh, Starcraft two, sorry, because I was I was pretty handy at Starcraft one, so that obviously transpired. Translated, yeah, translated yeah. over to Starcraft two, which was an easier game to play. It is way easier to play Starcraft two than Starcraft one because Starcraft one you could only control twelve units at a time, so you had to have all your units in in control groups to move your entire army, right? You had to have like ten control groups of army to move them across the map. map whereas Starcraft right. two, you can have them all. And uh, yeah, it was. I just found it like StarCraft One on easy mode. That's what I thought it was, and um, so I got good at it. And and then I I met my 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 wife, and she was the love of my life. I didn't want to fall in love, Chris. I'll be honest. I was like, I didn't want to love her. I did, and I spent every waking minute with her ever since. 
and yeah people i think people put too much time and effort into saying that games are like the whole sum of their existence it's great everyone should love gaming but it's the in my opinion it's the best form of entertainment out there there's no show Uh, no movie that's better i I mean i would argue it's it's basically on par with like movies and stuff It's, it's a pastime it's something to do to pass the time and if you are really good it's like you know I'm, I'm pretty damn good at poker i'll go put money on the table and go play occasionally um it's just like you know if you're really good at starcraft maybe join a tournament or two here and there you know but don't don't make your life revolve around the hobby the pastime your life takes precedence and then everything else thereafter um just want to get to the preston preston with the five thank you dude uh chris thanks for the advice on the retro arcade bit uh, build uh are you still thinking intel on the build because avx uh inst- what's that inst- instructions instructions did hold on i have to go up because i've lost some of it can you read the sorry rest? he said uh did you have a chance to test the issue no i haven't tested it myself i i was reading an article yesterday uh, but yes, if you're going to be building a retro arcade uh, machine, I would definitely go with Alder Lake. Make sure, search online, it'll show you how you can tell if it has the AVX 512. Basically, up in the corner, it'll have a circle instead of a box because they're, they're taking it away. They're, they're turning it off. So make sure you get one that has AVX 512. But yeah, it can offer up to an extra like 25, 30% for our PCS3. So basically, he wants like a, it'll emulate everything box. You want Alder Lake with avx 512 yeah okay so that's your thoughts on that uh i i need to go for an owl number one man i'll uh, be back in a second <laughs> all right i'll check it out um uh, uh, let's see and too busy for family uh break the marriage ponds etc uh, you guys are talking about a lot of the family stuff uh uh, this won't go over well with the idea is to keep everyone in front of a screen for brainwashing and the internet. Uh, the internet is no different. 100%. 100%, man. Um, the goal is to ke- keep everybody as uh, addicted to the new thing as possible. And yeah, if you if you have a family or even a good friend structure where you're out in the real world doing actual things... Um, that stuff just doesn't really work on you because you're like, eh, it's not that important. I'll just go hang out with, you know, my buddies or, you know, I'll go to the park with my family. And that's, you know, that's better use of my time than buying the, the new thing. So yeah, it, it's I, Paul and I can both see uh, the people that are on both sides of that camp. Cause there, it, there really is a divide. There's the people that understand that it's a hobby and it should, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, it's just for fun type of thing. And then you, there's the people that are like, no, this is my life. I can't relate to that because to, to me, that's unhealthy. Uh, I don't go, recommend go that. Go talk to mommy about the pool. Okay, I'll fix it later on, okay? Uh, hamster's on wheels. Keep I'll paying taxes, 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 license fee. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, Paul and Chris, you get uh, a lot back from your family uh when the kids left the home uh you can came more again yeah but i probably wouldn't want to um when the kids leave so you know I'll, I'll probably game more than i do now because i'll actually be able to sleep but in reality you know uh you know i'll probably just do pick up another hobby to fill the gap to be honest 
because you know a few hours a day or a few hours a week honestly is enough for gaming for me i really just game in the winter because i'm inside anyway mm -hmm. but you know when when it's kind of nice outside video games take a major backseat so i opened my door and this fell out on my foot <laughs> oh i i thought you were out there like hacking something to bits no i opened the door and it just fell out on, on my foot and I'm like, what the fuck uh, Rapolo is asking six seven hundred XT for four ninety nine a good price. No, no. Sixty seven hundred XTs three hundred dollars is my buy price. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I'm gonna wait until I see a twenty eighty Ti for two fifty. So that's where I'm sitting on my buy price. And I think sixty seven hundred XT slightly slower than that card. So, mm -hmm. um, that's where I'd sell it's... on that one. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, I would say if you want something like reasonably quick, like you don't want to wait up to six months, $400 is reasonable. You should be able to get a 6700 XT like now for $400. i would say that that would be good for right now. <laughs> what is it? Oh, man, he keeps his axe what? Clisp to him? I don't know. Uh, which one are you reading? Close to New Tech. Close man, to him. He keep, he, oh, he keeps his uh, yeah, keeps his axes close yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. I do, well, he's man. out in the field, man. You don't know what's. You gonna never happen. know what's gonna happen. Like you just don't cat, know. Cow might get uppity, you know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I had a stare down with a cow the other day. Like standing at the, th and he starts doing the duk -duk 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 -duk, and I just ran at him, and he. <laughs> you got the choice, man. You got to put the. You got to put. The, you got to make them think, right? You gotta admit, like he was just standing there at the he was and he was like right. you know challenging me and I was like you gotta you gotta put them in that fight or flight mode and with cows because they're herd pack animals prey animals they if you put them in the I'm gonna fuck you up mode they go oh shit predator <laughs> right yeah yeah so yes so there you go you got the axe around yeah and then they came into my field and wrecked my whole fucking garden as well they got out of the did I tell you about that they got out and wrecked oh. the whole garden we've got a a, a a field behind my house and there's about 40 bull like for, 40 bullocks which are like you know they're bulls without the balls right basically they're they're for beef and then okay gotcha and they're, they're yeah so they came out and wrecked my field they got somehow they escaped i don't know how they escaped <laughs> wrecked my Carnizzles. Whole uh, Paul needs wild Pokemon battle music. That's 100% on that one. I 100% agree. I play the same game with dogs, man. We we went on a walk up. There's a mountain near us, and it's a beautiful mountain. You go up this beautiful uh, hill, and there's a waterfall. It's lovely, like, scenery and stuff to see. Um, I need to take some pictures of that and sell to, send it to Celso. Fuck you, Celso. And um, <laughs> because Celso's always telling me how beautiful Portugal is. And... Uh, yeah so I, I, you know we were up there and then there's a back road back which makes the road walk a little bit longer mm. so my son and wife brought my dog out and unresponsible dog owners had left their their front gates open oh. with their dogs like the big labrador dogs out and they obviously seen my dog and didn't like him so i was like i wrapped my shirt around my arm right my jumper around my arm right and i was like because i'll just offer that to them if they want to bite me and um I gave the dog to my wife and I was like, just run to the car, right? Get the car, come back and get me. Because, like, these fuckers are out on the road and they're rawr, 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 like heckles up, like fucking going mad, right? right? I have two choices. I turn and they'll probably chase me, right? 
Right. Or, or I'd go at them. So I give my wife my tiny little... I have a little schnauzer, right? His name's Captain Hastings. He's my world. I love him. He's my son. And I gave, gave, gave him to my wife. And I was like, just run for the car. I'll keep the dogs occupied. So I ran full fucking tilt at these dogs, right? And they just went... <laughs> so it was too like i know that some dogs will just go fuck it like let's go attack but some of them are all bluster right so and if you try and back down they will attack so i just ran full board them and they just went <laughs> and it's their house and it yep. never luckily it never it never uh, escalated into get to the car because i was just gonna try and hold them both down while she tried to get the car and then right hopefully jump in the car and kick them out right <laughs> But yeah, scary shit, man. That was that was about two or three years ago. Really scary. I was I was scared shitless. But I was like, I'm gonna attack. Oh, yeah, I'm not it, gonna, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, you can get very hurt in that situation yeah. if it went the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand people who leave their their dogs outside and leave the gates open. I don't. I just don't understand it. I mean, if you live in the middle of literally nowhere, that's one thing. But yeah, if other people are going to be around, no, this is a public smart. public road. You know, like you. It's not the middle of nowhere. There's people walking down that every single day. Yeah, no good. Um, 12700K or 5800X3D? That's actually a very hard question. I've, I am I, I don't have a real answer on that one. Um, they're both good. I, I'd say the X3D is probably like maybe well, a smidge faster and easier to yeah. get going with a cheaper board, but the 12700K is cheaper I'd say it's about a tie. Well, you can probably get it. You can get the, the 5800X3D running on a $100 board, right? Yeah, but once again, you can get uh, Z690s for under 150 now, so that's it's not mm. a whole lot more anymore. So that eats up some of the... Pro- like, how much is a 12700K now? 350 or something? Like you can get a KF for like 320 so it's more than $100 cheaper, so it's mm. still cheaper than the X... 5800x that's a really tough one yeah because it, it, the 5800 xt x3d is faster but not not a like one percent two percent faster <laughs> yeah, yeah and technically if you depending on what games you're running the 12700 might be faster it depends how far you push it there's there's so many factors on that one uh i'd say one's got an upgrade path one doesn't and it's cheaper so i would say probably the 12700 be the way to go yeah. because of that i'd say that's the x factor that makes that the better deal uh new tech paul is right sometimes you have to act fast when it comes to angry dogs uh and stuff uh day in the park i had i had to yell at two dogs attacking one man he was scared they bit him in the hand oh jesus christ it's so scary man dogs are so fucking scary sometimes i love dogs like i do you have a dog chris mm-hmm. no, i love dogs i think dogs are great but some people's dogs like my dog would never bite anybody never intimidate anybody never come out and bark at anybody like he's just not that type of dog i just wonder how it like what it takes to make a dog that crazy uh yeah either neglect or abuse usually especially if they attack humans it's it's usually abuse or they're trained to do it um because usually like like my uh father-in-law he's got a farm so he's got mm. sheep dogs they're outside all the time they're not really monitored or yeah. anything it's just there you go um but the won't hurt dogs. a human yeah yeah they'll never hurt yeah. a human but like it kill the shit out of a coyote or a fox yeah. or something yeah yeah um bad dog bad owner probably right me um yeah yeah my dog my dog sits on command he he heals 
he, he gives a high five <laughs> he gives me if i ask him for a kiss he'll give you a kiss if I, if I if i can't find my wife i'll say go find mommy and he'll go straight to her he plays dead he rolls over he does all the stuff right. the dogs do uh, uh all right well i, I think we got to get to questions yes we do sir yeah I, I was gonna go there a minute ago and then you know uh we're getting some good stuff in the chat here today thank, thank you guys for this kind of been a different one because the tech stuff i don't know personally it's not super exciting other than the fact that things are getting well, cheaper that's super exciting right that things are going all oh, that part is super cheap soon but it, it well, hasn't well, happened what yet. i what i find funny is the boys are like 4.99 for for 6700 xt good it's like no that's over msrp yes awful. yes i would actually argue that is an awful price for that yeah yeah, mate. Like it was four eighty four four seventy nine, and we were all saying that was shit when it launched. Like, I mean, we need to go back to that that kind of, uh, you know, mentality. mentality. Um, how much? Yeah, would you I'd, I'd, I'd say the thirty sixty Ti price was what that should have uh, always. Been. How much would you pay for thirty seventy Ti now, Chris? Right now, yeah. Right now, four hundred SA is good today, but it'll be two. 50-ish in the not-too-distant future. 300 real quick. I think I'll take a little while to get the extra 50 off. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, here, I've got a Karen Isle. He says, how is NVIDIA going to tell their investors that miners weren't the reason they earned a stupid amount of money <laughs> this generation? <laughs> Good question. That's a great Karen question. Uh, lie. <laughs> I mean, definitely. That's 100% what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, they'll probably try to redefine mining or something. Like they're gonna play some word game, and uh, yeah, they're they'll, not. They'll they're gonna. Some... It's very clear what they're gonna do. They're gonna say COVID caused a COVID. Dr dramatic increase in people staying at home and playing games at home. In demand yeah. and demand, and then COVID. Uh, we came out of COVID, and that's why our GPUs aren't selling, right? That's what they're going to say, yeah? <laughs> and co COVID, the cause of and solution to all of these assholes' problems. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's just the, the one size fits all. Am I right, though? They're... Am I right? That's what they're going to say. No, you're, you're 100% right. That's what, gonna do. <laughs> yeah. that's what every government on the planet is doing, and yeah, it's totally yeah, yeah, COVID. Yeah. It's COVID's fault. I yeah. loved Putin. Putin said a few weeks ago, uh, a few months ago, he's like, he's like, oh, you think you think gas prices are high because of the war? No, they're not. Special operation. Uh, we're meeting all of our gas export targets, and we're meeting all of our, ex our, our oil export targets. Never once have we, you know, not hit any of those so right you need to look at your leaders for white <laughs> and i don't agree with putin i think putin's a dick but i mean that's a true statement <laughs> uh yeah yeah th there's a lot of harsh truths out there that yeah. come from bad people um all right so this one comes from cole he says uh do you think that nvidia slash amd will rush to release lower end cards as quickly as possible to try to divert people from buying used ampere and rdna2 uh this is an environment where releasing a 4060 asap would benefit them you might be right there you might might actually know that it's you know things are getting so like nvidia needs to sell more graphics cards because they need to show that the stock to shareholders so yeah he might be right there might be a truth to that yeah I, I agree it'll come out well last gen was like the worst i mean it was like 18 months before like the 6600 came out from amd like amd is like we're just not doing mainstream boys even the 6700 xt was like nine months 
Like it was real mm. bad, um, real delayed. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be faster than that. But I don't know personally at that price tier. Even even the forty seventy level, I, I don't think that they're gonna really want to sell them. Anything that is not faster than last gen, I don't think they're gonna rush to, because there's not really going to be a demand for them, and they're not gonna be able to get the money that they mm. want. So that's the reason why I think they might just delay them. And to sell the super high end stuff until yeah. those dry up, the sales there dry up. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Pompey. Is uh, Intel gonna beat hard AMD once they? Uh, I think beat AMD hard once they do their first MCM CPU. That's Meteor Lake, right? Meteor Lake's MCM, is it not? Yes. 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 Meteor Lake is MCM. Um. But what they're doing is the CPU portion will never be MCM. Um, the way that they're doing it is they're just taking all the extra crap off mm-hmm. and, and moving that to the side. So, um, I mean, Intel, I think for gaming, Intel is taking the right approach. Uh, AMD is taking a slightly different approach with the X3D stuff. So it's just kind of hard to tell. I'd say Intel's ahead right now because they can make their stuff cheaper and faster. Mm. AMD's costs more to, to really make gaming yeah. real good. But yeah, they're both they're both good options. Yeah, think about it this way: Intel builds a hundred and fifty millimeter square die for gaming. Um, AMD builds an eighty square millimeter die for gaming, but then they have to put eighty square millimeters on top of it for. Uh, so they're selling you the same amount of chocolate, right? So it's like, um. Which one is cheaper, the manufacturer? I, I honestly, don't, I'd say AMD's probably because the chiplet design, because you know two bits, but still, packaging is more expensive on the product. That's the that's kind of eating into the savings, right? So like, you uh, know, yeah, I'd say it eats it all. I don't know. To me, I'd say the three D stack's probably way more expensive. Mm. Just getting that damn thing to work. Plus, there's probably a defect rate on that that's higher than silicon defect rate. That'd be my yeah. guess. I don't know. Yeah. They're never going to tell us. No, they'll never tell us anything about it. But it it, it, it could be a, just a wash, which means that AMD still can't bring can't bring multi-threaded wins to the gaming chips, which means that you're sitting in a world where AMD will probably still win in gaming, but like then it, Intel wins at everything else. And when Intel when AMD won at everything else but didn't win at gaming, we were all going, well, Intel AMD is such a better value, you should buy AMD. So why can't we change that narrative to be going, well, Intel wins at everything else and Intel's a better deal? Like why is that why is there such a reverse bias there? Like why why do why can't we just go, you know, you know well, I, why can't we I think apply it's the hard same logic? To, I think it's hard to undrink the AMD Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like it's very hard for people to detox from that. Like, well, there's it's a the lot same Kool Aid though, just in reverse. It's the exact same Kool Aid, mate. It seems harder. Like the in, uh, well, maybe it's just because a lot of the Intel people had to capitulate. It's like, yeah, all right, you know, that's pretty good over here. You know, like Zen Zen three was pretty pretty good. Let's be honest. Um, so they they had to ad- admit it finally, and I guess once they admit it, they're like, well, I'm just, you know, the the Kool Aid left their system, and they they're like, I'll just buy whatever's best and fits my budget type thing. They became real mm-hmm. people again, yeah. I think. But the mm-hmm. AMD people, they're still foaming at the mouth. Yeah. It's like, stop doing that. That's not helping anybody. Yeah. Um, let's get to Denver. Thank you for the 10 spot, buddy. Uh, he said, my dog finds Schedule 1 drugs, gunpowder, and people, and will follow my protect orders. My sister I, trans them. I think you mean trains. Uh, her pit bull is better at protecting or protection. My Aussie 
uh, struggles to stop when that's in protect mode. So then I guess if you need like a super awesome dog, find Denver and, you know, have a sister train one for you. There you go. My dog, if somebody attacked me, the, the, the worst thing my dog would do is like jump in between the two of us and go, please stop fighting. Please stop fighting. Please stop. <laughs> That's what he does. Like if I, I, I've, I've done it before. Pretend to hit Libby. Like just pretend to hit her. And he jumps mm-hmm. in between us and is like, hey, 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 wait a minute. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you, you have the just Switzerland to, dog. Yeah. Just, 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 <laughs> just to like, just to see what he did. You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, please don't fight. Please don't fight. Um, so this is from Ryzen. How will AMD tell their shareholders on their sh- shrinking profit margin on GPU once people stop buying Oryx 6000 GPUs? Essentially, miners who bought them during the height of the crypto boom and now they'll price their next generation mid-range. So how do you think they're going to do, do the same thing? They're going to do the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to lie. But what, what I think what they're going to do is... Personally, what I think is they're both going to focus on the super high end and they're mm. just going to ignore until like once supply of the used stuff kind of dries up, then they'll start focusing on it. Like they'll probably launch something. They just won't produce many of them. Um, maybe like one or two. Like how we said uh, the 20 million 3060s, mm. instead of producing that, they might produce two, you yeah. know, like one tenth the amount that they normally would because there's going to be too much competition in that market. Yeah. And they're not going to put uh, 16 gigs of RAM on a, on a 4060. I, I just don't see them doing that to, to entice that over something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it'll probably be a 12 gig. What, what is the bus weight on it? It's 128, so it's going to be an 8. Oh, it's going to be an 8 gig card. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. That's kind of a bit of a back step, right? It's like... Yeah, well, they might be able to make them cheaper. Hmm. That's the other That's thing. They, they might just make them, them real cheap. cheap. Yeah, they'll have to do them cheaper. If they're going to sell them for that price, they're going to, have to, they're going to reduce the memory. And they're going to have to well, make them cheaper. I mean, it, 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 it with like a 3070 Ti with the same RAM mm-hmm. amount. So, I don't know. Uh, anyways, here's Nathan. He says, "Has you have you ever uh, tallied up the cost of one of your builds and been like, holy shit, uh, I just did and saw my 6800 XT build was 1650. So have you ever like totaled up your computer? Like, you know, cause you're like me, you buy like one thing here, one thing there, and yeah. then boom, whole system. And then you just sit down and figure the whole thing out um, and well, go, like, man, that's too much. My CPU motherboard <laughs> was four, was it 450? I think it was 450, wasn't it? Yeah, 450. 450, um, my RAM was free. <laughs> so uh, there's that. Uh, and then my GPU is 600. So that's 1000. Uh, oh, sorry, 1050. And then my motherboard was a hundred. My, my power supply was a hundred. And my SSDs were about 200 bucks. So, yeah. So 1200, 1300 bucks for uh, somewhere around there. Yeah. For a uh, 12600K, 32 gigabytes of RAM, uh, running at 3200 megahertz, CL14. And um, yeah, so that that's that's my build. Um, could I do better? Absolutely, but that's what I have. I, I think he's going for like, were you ever shocked? Like, 
you know, you buy something for a hundred bucks, you buy something, and then like you just add it up. And you're yeah, like, oh, dude, shit, with, the the with, the, with the thread ripper stuff, I knew I was being ridiculous. Like I bought the thread ripper PC, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like I'm being stupid here. Like I'm being ridiculously stupid. But I was like, fuck it, I just wanted to do it just to have it to play with. And then, and then to be honest, I sold it for what I bought it for. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's that's why I always recommend selling your CPU and motherboard together. Mm-hmm. It's like what you do is you sell them right before the price takes that real big hit mm-hmm. and yeah you know recover as much as you can yeah uh but yeah no i i've never i've never been blown away by the price of my builds because i factor it all out ahead of time i only spend x amount per component yeah okay my turn yep um so this one is from Yubi, and he says, "Why doesn't AMD just play dirty the way Nvidia does? Yeah, they will get uh, fined hundreds of millions of dollars in five, ten years for it, but that's the cost of doing business, as Intel and Nvidia have shown us, at the, and time again. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. I agree. Uh, why don't they play dirty, Chris? Should they play dirty? Should they do the same thing that these guys are doing? I mean, why? they can't." They can't. They're they're only the only reason why AMD is still in business is because they're viewed as the good guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if AMD goes dark side, uh, AMD goes out of business. Yeah, it's maybe, that simple. Yeah, maybe that's right. Um, but AMD is already going dark side, right? Yeah, well, they're just going dark side on prices. They're not. They're not doing trying to push like GPP. They're not going. Oh, FSR two only works on AMD cards. Like they're not doing that yeah. yet. They will. It's in their nature. Once they feel that they have enough market share, they definitely will do it. But uh, you can see the trajectory trajectory that they're on. But yeah, that that's basically going to be the end of AMD as a company when they do that. They also don't have the clout. They can't just go to Dell and be like, you're going to buy our shit or else. Yeah, or um, else, definitely. <laughs> or else is the option that any major system integrator is going to choose it's like yeah well intel supplies 99 percent of the market we can do without yours it's fine uh so oh you say your short turn uh this is from ryzen i'm just gonna cut this down because i don't know what it is thoughts on the odin gaming handheld for 290 uh i don't i don't no know idea. what that is it's... no idea what this uh let me just do his last one this is my last question uh said what consoles do you game on if you game on both PC and console? Neither. Well, you just game on PC. Yeah, don't have a console. Um, I used to have an Xbox One, um, and all I did was play Diablo on it, so I realized I didn't need that, so I just sold it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I play oh, on sorry, my Halo Xbox. 4. Halo 5, that's what it's called. Yeah, I play on the... Uh, I got the Xbox One for some games that aren't available on PC, stuff like that. Um so this one is from ryzen he says how do you feel about battle mage competitiveness compared to the next generation amd audion a3 and nvidia lovelace i mean who knows if that thing's ever going to show up we're we're at the point now where until it's a thing don't worry about it if you take intel at their word it's supposed to be competitive with the 80 class cards from that generation i don't believe them um that's my honest opinion on that um so if they don't, if they're not competitive on performance, um, they have to be very competitive on price. And if they're competitive on performance, I still think they need to have to be competitive on price. So expect really cheap GPUs from Intel or really big flops from Intel is what I would say. There. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then this is from Dr. Farben. So for some reason he said Tom Chris greetings. Why is he calling me Tom? <laughs> oh, maybe he's trolling you. Uh, for what reason would Nvidia and or AMD introduce a top of the line GPU in large numbers in a software company? Wouldn't it be better to make more mid range cards with the wafers? So like why would they release lots of top end cards? Um margin. Mm, yeah maybe it's 100% margin I'd say yeah they make more money yeah. and both these companies have been very successful at getting that super high end elite market to actually be a real thing like there's a lot of there's millions and millions of people in that category now the crown sells GPUs it's the most important thing that you need to understand that's the mantra you need to understand about if you have the fastest CPU in the world, you sell lots of CPUs because people don't care about which CPU segment they're buying. They just know that in their mind, subconsciously, AMD is the best or Intel is the best. And same with GPU. Uh, you know, people don't look at, oh, in my $300 segment, AMD destroys NVIDIA. They might look at it that because that that's the the fact right now. Like the sixty eight hundred and sixty eight hundred XT, well, I didn't like them at the prices that they were sold at. They were very competitively priced products um, for the for the prices that they were sold at. Um, but you know, people didn't care. People bought thirty sixties because Nvidia has thirty ninety, which is the fastest GPU in the universe, or whatever thirty ninety Ti, whatever. When I talk about it, it's, it was just they had the crown, so therefore all reviewers say Nvidia's faster. So they go, oh well, no, no matter which price point i buy an nvidia card i'm surely going to get the fastest right <laughs> well it, it just links nvidia equals fastest yes. you know like if amd has the fastest and that's what's being said you know amd fastest context is thrown out that that's what paul's saying that's how marketing works yeah. uh that is completely true but I, I just think that we're getting to the point now where these guys you they have two options high volume low margin or low margin or uh, low volume high margin and both companies just want to sell less shit at way more money. Mm. And that's, that's just where we're at, guys. Uh, gone are the days of AMD going, hey, uh, we might not be able to match your flagship. We'll match the one right under it, and we're going to charge half the price. Because that's that's how AMD was mm. like ultra competitive and really just pissed all over NVIDIA's Cheerios. It's like, we're just going to cut you in half because our technology is better. And I was really hoping RDNA too, because all the, you know, the infinity cache, lower memory bus, cheaper to produce, yes. all that stuff. I was really hoping that that's what they were going to do. They didn't. They didn't. And uh, yeah. 100%. they have a shot next gen. If they don't do it next gen, I think Radeon's pretty much DOA. So apparently from Ryzen, you have to call me Bargain Hunt and Beagle, and I have to call you Gaming. Oh, you have to call me a game. So I have to call you Bargain Hunt and Beagle, and you have to call me Gaming Elitist Bald Eagle. That's what you have to call me from, from Ryzen. Uh, you know, Ryzen. Hey, hey, always... hey, hey Ryzen. Uh, what did we say? Six hundred dollars or something? We had six hundred. You don't know six hundred. We'll we'll start using those nicknames for you. How about that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's me. That's me. Topped out, man. That's me finished. All right. Well, we still got a couple minutes. Let's yeah. see what the the chat's got to chat about. AMD has said their problem is production. They can't make enough. Uh, to satisfy Correct. demand 100 percent that is their problem um because they're yeah. trying to sell everything they can't to server they they really need to be the volume company but they simply can't that's yes. uh, that's that's ultimately the real problem for amd they need to be the volume company but mm -hmm. they, they just can't do it yeah like we, we amd told you they said sold 70 million units 
in six years. In six years. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely terrible. Uh, and it's not that they couldn't have sold more. It's that they, they, they couldn't make more. That's the problem there. Right. Yeah, because imagine Zen 3 with, let's say, you know, 10, 20% lower price point, but they, let's say they wanted to sell 10 times the amount if they could have done it. I bet you that they would have had it been cheaper. So, yeah. Mike might come in on this one, but I heard somewhere where NVIDIA was selling nearly, this, was, was getting the same amount of wafer supply as AMD, and NVIDIA was only making their their high-end products on on uh seven nanometer so they're 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 you know dgx stuff <laughs> on seven nanometer and their cpus that go along with it you know like that's a, a silicon product even before hopper they were still selling arm processes that they make themselves with dgx product products with wafer supply so uh I, I heard that somewhere i don't know whether it's true or not maybe mike can come in on that one mike Rizone. Um, but uh yeah so so at tsmc nvidia had more supply than well no around the same with just uh just uh the dgx stuff yeah just uh a100 i mean (laughs) i have no they're massively more like massively bigger dyes right there well sure well we're talking about wafers you know ten thousand wafers a month versus ten thousand wafers a month i don't i just don't well, that's a that's know. an indictment if that's know. true. I think on AMD, like AMD well, should technically have all of Nvidia supply, right? They should. Let's put it this way: um, <sighs> Nvidia sold as many, uh, supposedly, if the numbers that we we saw were true, but uh, it sounds about right to me. Nvidia sold about thirty sixties, just the thirty sixty. Um, is one third the amount of total Ryzen CPUs ever mm-hmm. from its existence? <laughs> one yep. skew from Nvidia, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that just puts it in perspective. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why they make massive amounts of money, boys. Yeah, yeah. So what does AMD yeah, make I in a know. year? AMD makes about seven billion a year. Nvidia makes about that in a quarter. <laughs> Yeah. yeah um peter saying chris paul tsmc is the uh the big problem amd wants to have uh, have more produced but they can't produce more amd cannot pay enough to make them well i mean it's the chicken or the egg type of thing i mean they, they might need to get a loan and go i don't know if, if i was amd i'd try to buy tsmc well i think I'd do whatever it takes to merge yeah, I think this generation around, they're changing their tack because you can see what they're doing, right? So they're bringing their low end, yes. they're, they're bringing their lower lower end uh, Navi 33 stuff to six nanometer. They're bringing a mm. lot of their, you know, the input output stuff from their GPU to six nanometer. Um, they're going to have seven nanometer stay around for the, for the reserve of demand for their products that doesn't cut the high end stuff. So you know you'll have seven nanometer backing up uh five nanometer and then you'll have like that was the you know that's why we never got a a a supply problem with zen 2 because you know consoles weren't on it yet um they were still selling uh 40 nanometer server product what that was backing up their seven nanometer server product and 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 they just that's the thing that intel does as well is what people don't understand is like when seven nanometer is going to be taking over from 10 right dublin will be oh sorry kildare will be ramping and you know 
uh, Israel is already ramped. So they will begin to pass each other and one will right. drop off and begin to work on the next thing while the other one is at full ramp. And then they'll do... And that's the way it works, right? Um, you know, and AMD had that in Glofo and TSMC. They were doing doing this, right? Um, whereas uh, with 7 nanometer, they just went, 7 nanometer everything! <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I mean, remember that wasn't the original plan. Yes, Glofo was, was supposed Glofo's, to back yes, them up on exactly. this, exactly, and that's why the wheels fell off the chariot a bit, right? So now you can see that they're, 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 this is their plan is is, and this is why I don't have any fear for volume next generation rounds because I think AMD has already pre-bought way more five nanometer than they did this generation round in terms of seven nanometer because they know their product demand is high. I think that they've got six man six nanometer to back them up on the laptop and so on and so forth i think that they've got seven nanometer to continue doing the seven nanometer server stuff the, the console stuff and so on and so forth and then if they ever want to make a new console they'll probably put that on six nanometer and then moved or maybe they'll put it on five nanometer when they're moving to three or whatever you know whatever way they're going to do that one so they'll they'll have a, a decent ramp problem the problem with them was they were really fucked over by glofo saying Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're probably not going to do seven nanometer this time, boys. Yeah, yeah. So that, on, on that note, can we end it here? Because I'm bursting. And all right, yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Um, so yeah, things are going to get interesting. Prices are getting good. If you're paying MSRP, you're paying too much. That's that's the new mantra. Mm-hmm. Um, just pick your performance targets, your resolution, all that sort of stuff. You know what it is you need and what you want, and then figure it out and just figure a price point that you like, and then buy it. It's that simple. Uh, there, there's no magic to it. Prices will, should always go down, and you guys can get some deals. If you want more sound advice like that and you want to help support us, you can go ahead and do so by clicking the little join button down below or becoming a Patreon member. You get access to both of our discords, and we're in there pretty much all the time yakking up about something or the other. Uh, when I kill motherboards, you can know about it and see what happened uh, and all that fun sort of stuff. And I know Paul's in there uh, in his voice chat every Sunday, so he'll be in there tomorrow tomorrow morning before his live stream so you can chat with him directly sometimes i join in there as well so if you guys do want to join the communities we really appreciate it and yeah i want to thank everybody for their support on this stream that's all i have for you here today and i will catch you guys next video i'm gonna come in with mike who came in with some clarification for us all before we end and i will end after this paul did you get that the amd am4 correction dr sue made an error it's 170 million am4 uh i have 210 all up uh with summit so he he basically has a higher number than that anantech give was given uh the am5 amd correction please check don't spread misinformation so i will check that thank you for that extra extra information and i will look into it and uh, i'm gonna press this button to stop streaming i'll talk to you guys in the next one bye 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 bye